What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. It's like when The Rock says, can you smell? <laughs> Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome, welcome back to The Wake Up Show. I got coffee from Starbucks this morning. I done ran out of coffee. The Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle Podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. Man, shout out to the Nasty Boys, the Ten Toes Up, Coach Gang, Female Coach Gang, Army in the building. And that's you. Shout out to you ladies out here. Shout out to the Junior College. I got money. It's Friday. Is it Flatback Friday? Ooh, Flatback Friday. Definitely Flatback Friday in the building or Ghetto Booty Friday. Or if you, if you will, pause, Booty Pox. Booty Pox Friday. <laughs> Not for me. Pause. All right. What's going on with my shirt? All right. My shirt can do some shuffling too. All right. Anyway, Big Papa Pump is your freak of the week. All right. Anyway, man, check this out here. Uh, where we got going on, man? We already off the rails. Man kicks his girlfriend out and puts his her stepkids or in these streets. His stepkids out on these streets. In these streets. Right? Uh, white men get cold hearted and heartless on broads or women. All right, and a lot of women are saying, what's wrong with these guys today? What's wrong with men? We don't get it. This guy's so bitter, and why are men so bitter? So you got divorced, great, the kingdom come. So all of your assets got took out of your anatomy by the bailiff and the judge. I mean, not all women are like that. I wouldn't do anything like that. I mean, these men today, they don't want to even treat us out to a Starbucks drink. These men are despicable, deplorable, and reprehensible. I mean, who hurt these gentlemen? <laughs> okay. These guys are misogynist. And all they want to do is, is, is participate in orgies. What is wrong with these men today? We're going to tell you why men become like this. White men become basically cold-hearted on these brows. Down and cold-hearted on these chicks. Anyway, and I advise you guys to get your uh, infinity stones. And go Thanos on these people. Not not on women. Not on women in general, but more normies, NPCs, knuckle draggers, mouth breathers, oxygen thieves. You know what I mean? Missing links. <laughs> shout out to everybody. Um. Anyway, man, shout out to everybody. We got great shows today. We got uh, a pregnant woman on seeking arrangements. A pregnant woman on seeking arrangements. The pregnant women want to get spoiled now, man. I tell you what. Where the world is going, I don't know. But I know uh, these the winter is coming. Barbarian is at the gate. The Barbarian's already kicked down the gate. It's already too late. We ain't coming back. Right? We are not coming back from this. The, the odds that we'll recover, and when I say we, when I say we, because sometimes I say you people, the odds that we'll recover and go back to any semblance of what you think is normal is slim to none and slim just died. All right? The odds that we go back to normal is actually less than us going into full-fledged communism or socialism. We'll we'll go to socialism way before we go back to what you think is normal. All right. Anyway, we got a whole bunch of stuff, man, that's going right now. The big major cities, the metropolises, they're just gonna become Gotham. You guys got to get out of there. I, I got out of there. I retreated to my desert bunker, and they got the people looking for me, boy. You know, ex-wives, man, baby mama's out here looking for CGA. <laughs> they tried to take a brother to coat. Couldn't find a brother. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, 
I know how to play this game. You ain't about to drag me up in there. Uh, yes, your honor. No, your honor. Nah, I'm out. <laughs> and I suggest you guys do the same. All right. <laughs> you got to get up out of here, man. Stop playing with normies. Where are we at here? He says we haven't hit the bottom yet. Oh, man. Relationships will continue to decline. I I, um, I, I agree, Boston guy. What else? We got a couple of other stories here other than the main event. What are the other stories? Did you see the Cincinnati female police officer going crazy on ninjas? All right. We're going to show you that. She needs a vacation. All right. She needs a long vacation, like a permanent one. All right. She can't handle her job, obviously. She was out there dropping in bombs left and right. All right. To Cincinnati. Shout out to Columbus, Ohio, and Cincinnati. Uh, who else we got here? We got, um, ah, that's it. Those are the stories. I think we got, oh, we got a great pl primer decline game. So sit back, relax, calm down. If you want to watch somebody else's 10 minute video, go watch it. You'll be back here. Cause I'll be still here. All right. Um, anyway, and it is what it is. Shout out to the coach gang. Let's get to the earlier contributors of today's show and don't mess around today. All right. Who do we got here? A, a Ron. Oh, this was from yesterday. A, a Ron. That's your new name, by the way. <laughs> All right. He says paying. Uh, paying you is cheaper than therapy. All right. Hey, hey, listen, don't get me started on these therapists. All right. Or the rapist. <laughs> That's what I'd be calling them. Shout out to all the legit, the rapists out there. <laughs> I'm funny, dude. I, you know, I'd just be coming up with stuff. They'd be offended. How dare you? They'd be like, how dare you? I have a legitimate profession. Look at my degree. University of California, berserkly. All right. Here we go. Liberal arts. Majored in psychology, psychotherapy, psychoanalysis. Sure, I'm on drugs. Sure, I'm high strung. Sure, I'm anxious. Sure, I've been divorced twice. Sure, I'm hooked on LSD, Molly, drugs. Sure, I'm on head meds left and right. But I can offer you a solution in your life. All right. I have a PhD from Cal State Berserkly. All right. Shout out to all the, the rapists out there. Out there, the rapists in everybody's wallet. <laughs> Let me hear your woke opinion about my problems. Here we go. Let's get woke. And she'd be like, the rapist be sitting in there <laughs> stirring up, stirring up your coffees with that tea clean, clean. Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Let's show, let's show you what they be talking about. Therapy's good for everybody, even if you don't have any problems. Hold on for a second. What is that movie, The Scene and Get Out? Everybody should use some therapy. I'm not against therapy here. Uh, let me see here. What, what was it? The teacup? Yeah, the teacup scene. Hold on for a second. Let's see if I can find it without getting a, yeah. Oh, no, that's not a good gift. That's not a good gift. I need a good gift for this one. Anybody got a good gift of the tea scene? Oh, here it is right here. I'll just, I'll just put up a picture. Everybody knows what I'm talking about here. Let's see here. <laughs> Did the rapists get up there be like this here? Uh, tell me about your problems. Cling, 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 cling. Where is it at? Here it is right there. There it is. Stir it up. Tell me all your problems right here. What you got to tell me right here? Uh-huh. University of Cal, berserkly. Then you sitting there like this. Well, I ain't got no problems. I ain't got no addicts. I'm not addicted to nothing. Wanna be addicted to love. I'm addicted to love. Oh, tell me about it. Cling, cling, cling. <laughs> And all of a sudden, you in the sunken place. You're like, damn, I came here. You said I didn't have any problems. Now I got 50 problems. <laughs> all right. Anyway, man, this is crazy, man. That's how they get you. 
That's how woke people get your ass. You ever you ever see somebody that's actually got their life together and be like, yeah, you know what I mean? Go to therapy, you know? <laughs> and people hate when I talk about this because, you know, they think I'm shitting on the whole profession. But what I'm saying is it's always these woke-ass individuals. Uh, listen, I bump into them all the time. I bumped into this, like, 54-year-old woman. She was like, oh, I'm eclectic. I'm a therapist. I'm all of this stuff. And she was like, you should come see me sometime in my office that I'll lease out. Barely can pay the rent in the damn thing. Two she got five cats, three dogs. I'm like, I'm gonna listen to you. And that's like, why would I listen to you? Look at you. Look, like, look at where you are in life. Why would I listen to you? Why would I come? <laughs> anyway, man, somebody said best therapy is working out. Go push some weight. You know what I mean? Go run. I always find the people that don't be exercising need the most therapy. Go run. I'm not, listen, I'm not prescribing anything. If you really need it, go get it. If you really need it, go get it. If you think you're unhinged, go get it. But if you didn't try working out, eating on a regular basis, getting some sleep, I would start there. And any good the rapist will tell you that. If a, if a the rapist doesn't tell you, <laughs> if a the rapist doesn't tell you to start there, uh, they scamming you. Do some push-ups, some pull-ups, go to sleep, turn your phone off two hours before you go to sleep, stop looking at that blue screen, don't go to sleep after you're scrolling, meditate, do some woosah, eat, don't eat bet DoorDash, eat at the regular pattern time with snacks in between, do some pull-ups, go jog, Oh, man. Or is it there? I'm sorry, the therapist. But first thing they want to do, well, maybe you have onset, late term, over terminated anxiety and depression. Wait, well, I'm not really depressed. <laughs> well, maybe you have onset, late design, ADHP, your personality uh, they, 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 they put this questionnaire in front of you. Your personality. Yeah. Read a book. Read a book. Read a book. Thank you, Anthony Francis. Read a book. Stop watching bullshit. Stop the stop being political. You guys are watching political like you actually know what the hell going on. And then when I ask you for the 10 Bill of Rights, you guys are sitting there like, huh? What? When I tell you the KKK was started by the Democrat Party, huh? What? 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 Hey, man, look, y'all need to put fake book down. How about that? <laughs> Your personality, uh, is you're a IYPWCHBD. What does that mean? Well, you're crazy. Mm. They always want to tell you what your personality is, and then they on antidepressants. I'm a IWCTH. What does that mean? Like, what did that mean? Well, that means you're an introvert, extrovert, Y chromosome, XL, XY squared. They know 50 damn diagnoses and know nothing about the world. They can't fight their way out of a brown paper bag. All right, come on, man. I say it's absolutely just despicable where we're going with this woke culture. But anyway, hey, look, it, it, look if you find yourself unhinged, unstable, contact your local psychologist if you need. But if you need to start something, go run a lap. <laughs> Tell you. Go run some laps, all right, first, and then get a nutritious meal. Hey, how many of you guys have cooked food? I'm already off the show right now. How many of you guys have cooked a meal this week? Mm. How many of you people have cooked a meal in your kitchen? I'll wait this week, and how many? 
eating all that damn brown delivered ass cardboard ass food. That's why you crazy. That's why you crazy. How many times have you put a little bit of oil, vegetable oil, and put your sh- in a pan? You know what I mean? Season your shit up. Put your greens over here, and you had your pot of stuff over here, and you had your this. Y'all eating them damn dino chicken nuggets and tombstone pizzas all day. No wonder why you going berserk. <laughs> all right, come on, man. Get your ass in the kitchen. And my, my not, might I add, the people who brag that they don't know how to cook, always the most berserkest people out here. And yes, I said berserkest. Anyway, we're already off on my own, girl. I'm already delayed. Go cook your own food. Listen to some jazz music and not all of that. Every time I hear a song from a distance, a rap song, it's always that. Put that shit down and put down the marijuana while you're at it, too. Go get a nutritious meal. <laughs> Come on, don't get me started. And I'm not a therapist, so I can't tell you. I can't prescribe anything for you. Cook, work out, walk, go get a dog, um, eat, fornicate, get some peace leave. Get some peace leave. I mean, peace leave is a great. <laughs> well, coach, it's hard for us to get a peace leave right here. Go listen to some jazz, some classical. It's hard out here to get some peace leave. No, it ain't. 250 bucks, you can have somebody lying on their back like Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> you can have her lying on your back. You can get you a good little roar, five-stroke special. Tell her to dismiss herself. Speaking of, let me just show y'all proof here. I mean, it's simple. Everything can be bought. Everybody's got a price before we get to all of that. Go rent one. Go rent a girl out. Have you a fun. Get your cheeks. You are busting up. Your anxiety will relieve yourself. You'll be like, wow, I feel so much better. <sighs> but you out here, well, in order to get it, in order to get it, I have to actually cold approach a couple of broads. I have to ask her for her soul. I have to get her. I have to convince her to lie down after three meals. Coach is difficult out here. No, it ain't. 250 bucks. It's cheaper than therapy. <laughs> Anyway, man, shout out to everybody, man. Thanks for letting me uh, speak my mind. Shout out to D. We're going to call you Dorian B. He says, clip with the Draymond. Oh, wait. Um, This is from yesterday. All right. Jay says, the Gluck Gluck 3000 clip. Is that the paying your rent clip? We're going to get to that one later. All right. I think that's the paying your rent clip. You want to hear it. All right. Shout out to Warhammer. He says, funding the war with the baby mama terrorist hashtag free agent. And that war is going to come to a... it's an anticlimactic end. I don't know, man. You know, when you're playing chess and they're playing checkers, it's crazy. Jay Flo says, RIP to the flooded Atlantis in Vegas, coach. Coach Gang, yeah, we it's monsoon season. I know I was not aware Vegas had monsoon season, but I found out the last two nights it's windy and going crazy right here. I didn't realize it would go down like this. Cognac Boy says, still riding with bro. This Cognac stories from Kansas City. Shout out to you, man. Good to see you again, man. He's been here for a long time. Okay, at least two years. Loud Pockets, Big Papa Pump is your hookup. Holla if you hear me. All right, shout out to you brothers, man. You professional wrestling brothers. Jones G, thanks for the con- consistent. Jims, coach, respect. Thank you, man. Double uh, A, Mr. Allen says, thank you, coach, for liberating men. This is what we do. This is why the book is called The Free Agent Lifestyle. When you learn to live out of the context of what everybody designs for you, 
and you create your own, you can create your own world. All right. It, it, you, everyone just doesn't participate in your own world. You create your own world. You get your comfort zone. You enjoy life. This life is to be enjoyed. It's all good. Boob says a uh, line full of Kaylee's at the pharmacy this morning. That's the one thing about Kaylee's. They minds be bad. Like they be hooked on the farm for sure. And it'd be on the low, low too. They come out all high. And I'm so nice. Angel, huh? Hi. Kaylee's be hooked. Antidepressant stress. Uh, what is the one? Um, um, ADHD. They be hooked on it. That's the one thing with Kaylee's. You got to watch them. They, they hooked on Farmer because they're plugged into the Matrix. Shout out to Baker. Coach just wanted to say thank you for everything that you do. And that is a co-sponsorship in the building. Shout out to you, brothers, man. And that's you. Brian Horsley, the usual suspects. We'll give you a round of applause because by the end of the week, you sponsor today's show. All right. Definitely, man. Definitely. Vimo. We got a couple of brothers that slid in the DM on Vimo. Who we got in here? El Jefe says, get in my morning CGA juice. Hope everybody's at work doing a good job. All right. Getting their job on. My man Turnpike Tyrone in the building, man. Shout out to you. And that's a sponsorship. Y'all brothers getting paid. Hey, if you've been living the free agent lifestyle, the recession won't affect you as much. If you just starting the free agent lifestyle, maybe it will. But Turnpike Tyrone says paying my tuition had a 304 tell me I was bitter because I said I would never remarry or cohabitate. I gave her the buzzer and I shuffled out of there. He was like, how come they always say the same thing? Shaming language is the same. You know, people think that bitter thing works. What that means is you cannot be manipulated. That's all it means. You're not willing to play their fantasy game where we fall in love and then we fall out of love and then you continue to bullshit, you know, uh, uh, court of public opinion me. I'm not going to play that game. We're not playing that game. And then what they do is when they say they're bitter, they turn the board game upside down. They just flip the board game and the pieces go all over here. All right. Like, no, 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 no. We're going to do this in a legitimate, logical way. On paper, documented, receipts, uh, non-disclosure, prenup, whatever you say. When you don't when, when you don't want to play their little game, all right, it's kind of like a, you ever have like a niece or a cousin and she puts on her little dress, her little, uh, you know, when she's little, and she puts on her little dress, like a little, I don't know what they call it, uh, Cinderella, one of those Disney princesses dress. And then you come over and she's like, hey, come here. And then she takes you to her little table with her little chairs. And then she starts handing out little teapots and she starts doing this. And here's a cup. Here's a biscuit. There's no biscuit there. You're like, okay, I'll eat the biscuit. Okay. You know what I mean? And she's telling you here, pour this. Oh, you can't do that. And she's telling you all the rules as she's going to fucking along. Right. There's no rules laid out before. All right. She's just making up the rules as you go. Okay. Okay. What is what? Okay. This is a napkin. All right. Here you go. Um, Let me wipe my face. Okay. No, you got to wipe your face with the other hand napkin. Okay. Right. It's a pretend world that they're playing with this, with this bull uh, crap fantasy and love. Right. You play and pretend with them. And then the minute you say, all right, little girl, I'm done with this napkin bullshit and this tea party. Thanks for inviting me to the tea party. And you want to dip? Oh, no. <laughs> no. Don't leave my tea party. Don't leave my tea party. Don't do it. Don't leave my fantasy game. You know what I mean? You want to leave their game? You're like, well, I just don't want to play the game no more. I'm sorry, little lady. Well, I got to go. You know, I don't want to. <laughs> 
to play my game. You're not playing the game the right way. You'd be like, we're being the right way. There's no rules. You're making it up as we go. That's how women play romance. They basically make the rules up as they go. You get into it. Don't you want commitment? Don't you want to settle down? Yes, I want to settle down. Don't you want to cuddle? Don't you want to feel on my booty? booty. You'd be like, yeah, I want to feel on your booty. We're real simple. Don't you want to come home to me and I come home to you and it'll be a warm, cozy home and all of that stuff? It'll be great, huh? Yeah, it'll be fantastic. And then you join in and then they basically make rules the whole entire whole game until you just be like, you be like shuffling the whole game. You be like, wait a minute. I just wanted to feel on the booty. When do we feel on booty? Well, after you do all of these things, we got to go to the farmer's market, the festival, the fair. We got to go to our nephew's birthday. Uh, you got to take me out to three, three dinner dates like we're dating still. You got to buy me a purse. You got to buy me a big house, a big car. Uh, I got to feel on your boot. Can I feel on your booty now? Uh, can I feel on that booty? Booty. She's like, uh, feel on my booty. I don't think so. I'm not in the mood. Not tonight. Are you serious? I... I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I'm not feeling too good. I think I got a headache. I'm not happy. <laughs> I think uh, I'm depressed. I have anxiety. You were like, where was that depression anxiety when we were dating? When you dragged me into the relationship, you were never depressed. Now you all of a sudden, you got a period. I ain't never known you to have a period when we were dating. Now you on your period for two out of the four weeks. Now you got diarrhea every damn week. Now you at the hospital every damn week. I ain't never known you to be at the hospital when we dated. Now, now you bloated all of a sudden. Like, what the fuck's going on? Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. So anyway, now you got to see a therapist. Now you got to get your anti-anxiety meds. You're like, what the hell happened here? Now she comfortable in your own house. Speaking of, that's going to be the main event. Sorry, man. We got to get this in. Shout out to Clyde is in the building. We'll call you Clyde. He says 25 years old in Kalamazoo, Michigan over here. All right. I was just talking about Kalamazoo, Michigan. I was saying who would live in Kalamazoo, Michigan. But over here, shout out to you. He says, blessed to discover your content. And thank you for the added fuel to my grind. He says, have a productive day, coach gang, free agent for life in the building. New, 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 new world order. Indeed, that's, that's what we do over here. And PayPal, I haven't forgot about you, but PayPal, I might want to forget about y'all. All right, you should see how they holding my stuff hostage over here. Right. Uh, Let me see here. I'll get a couple before we go. Did I get Wendell last night? I did. <laughs> I did get Wendell. Mr. Wendell in the building. And we got Rocco over here. All right, Rocco. Rocco over here. And he says, thanks, coach. All right, we got him, man. And then KT King, we're going to do your prime and decline today. All right, so shout out to you. Thank you, KT King. And uh, he said a couple of things. He says, morning, CGA. Have a safe weekend. I would like to humbly suggest doing a live stream on the woman who go to Dubai and other places who get paid for debaucherous activities. I've kind of done that already. But he says, men need to realize nines and tens of the world are some of the most damaged people walking the planet. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. They're tough. They're tough. And people think they've seen a nine or a 10 and you ain't. All right. Or you haven't seen a lot of them. And if you saw a lot of them, you wouldn't, you wouldn't like nine or tens very much. They're very much, most of them, again, if you know the hot, crazy matrix, um, the hot, crazy matrix is that there's not a lot of stable, attractive women. And it's not their fault because they were blessed with looks and they got by on their looks most of the time 
most of their lives. And they've never known anything other than that. And they've stunted their development. This is similar to athletes, male athletes. So this isn't just a gender thing. Male athletes uh, are the same. So a male athletic person, and this is generally, there's always an exception to the rule. A male general athlete in general will say, well, I'm talented in my sport. No, I don't need to study as much. And people will give them a pass. I don't need to have good behavior as much. And people will give them a pass. How many male athletes have you uh, heard of knocking some woman upside the head or dragging them down the stairs or doing something crazy or failing out in class or asking the professor to change their grade? Not They, they figure, I'm going to monetize this. And so their development gets stunted where they are. So uh, Allen Iverson is always my go-to on that one. Allen Iverson is my go-to. I, I love the guy. I'm not dissing him, but he's got stunted development, right? He's definitely got stunted development. And he hasn't needed to mature past age 16, if you will. He has not needed to. Now, at some point, he'll need to. But he's stuck forever at 16. He's stuck right there. Now, some of them later on, after they get a little bit of a reality check, they may figure, hey, I better catch up in life, right? Randy Moss is a good example of that. He was stunted for a long time, and then he somehow seemed to have caught up. But women that are attractive, they're stunted at 14, 15, 16 when they're heaped a lot of attention. So they're stunted right there, and then they're 40, and they're still 14. Mm. Arrested development, right? They're 40 and still 14. And they still act in 14, 15, 16. There's some women that are doing that too. They're 40 and they still want to go down to the froggy bottoms. They, they find their way at the froggy bottoms and they don't realize how pathetic they look. And they still think they look uh, uh, 20 and 22 and 25. I am not mad that you teenagers don't find me hot. I understand that this is not the desirable body type in your age group. But in my age group, I'm decent. And in your dad's age group, I'm a fucking 10, baby. And somebody, yeah, somebody said the same thing. It, listen, this is not a gender thing. So guys do this too. Guys that are successful with women early on, they tend to be like the 35-year-old Chad with the hat backwards. And I'm like, now, I'm not saying because you wear your hat backwards, you're a Chad or you're, you're stunted development. But what I'm saying is you'll see that guy that was successful with women earlier and they don't get it. You know what I mean? They still out to lunch. Or they still think they're a player. And you're just like <laughs> arrested development. So attractive women and nines and tens are stuck forever at 16, 17, 18. Anyway, and ugly women find themselves in this situation too. And that's where you start saying these people are delusional. People are like, damn, these people are delusional. Like how delusional are you? Or, or better yet, a woman that was thin or in shape when she was in her late teens and early 20s. But now she's 35 or 40 and she's out of shape. Now, there's nothing worse. I mean, there are, there's, are things worse than that. But that's a worse time. You know what I mean? Where you see the woman, you might come across her in her late 30s. I'm sorry, her early 30s into her mid 30s. And you're like, why does this woman think she's all that? Right? <laughs> you're like, what is she talking about? Then she'll post a 10-year challenge on Facebook. And then you'll see her 10 years prior at 25. And you'll be like, Oh, I see. I see. See, she still thinks she's 25. She doesn't realize she gained 55 pounds, right? She still thinks, because in her mind, she's like, well, I still, she doesn't get it. 
she still thinks she's 25. She still thinks she's the 25-year-old version of that faded-ass picture that she had to scan through a scanner in order to post it on Facebook. It, it wasn't even a digital copy, right? You know what I mean? She was like, oh, this picture of me looks great. The color all faded out of it, but she want to crop it, scan it, crop it, put it next to her current picture and say 10-year challenge. Mm. Yeah. It's her same picture on dating apps, right? She put that shit on her dating app picture. She put that shit on her profile picture on Instagram. <laughs> oh, man. And she'd be like, what? She'd be like this. And that's you. It's a crazy, crazy world. Uh, this is the world we live in, too. Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game that he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Somebody said it pays to be a late bloomer. Uh, it gives you a red pill. So the same with women who are attractive, but they were a late, they were ugly duckling and they turned into the swan. So she didn't get her attractiveness until like 19, 20, 21. Well, she had to mature from 13 to 21. She actually had to use her wits, her brain. She had to actually study, apply herself, have goals and aspirations other than trying to scam dudes and finesse them. So that woman didn't get the benefit of the thing. So she late bloomed. And oftentimes you'll find an attractive woman that late bloomed. She sees herself as the ugly girl from five years prior or 10 years prior. She still thinks she's the ugly girl. Now people are saying, oh, you're attractive now. You know, she, she got her flat back body or she got her body just kind of right. She's slim, thick, just right. Now she developed a little bit of a personality and it goes with a little bit of the looks like her legs are long and everything kind of looking right now. And she has the right formula now. It all came together. Or same with a guy, a guy that actually was a, a late bloomer. Maybe he didn't have the height or the physicality, the strength or the finances. And he actually had to apply himself and dig, dig, dig and work and work and work and sacrifice. And then he got a little bit of looks. He got handsomer. Or he didn't age as progressively as the Chad did. And all of a sudden, he's a good-looking guy at 35, 37. And he's got personality, finances straight, and a house. And a woman be like, and that's you. She like, you're a good option. You're 40. I'm 40. We make a fantastic couple. Mm. I mean, I was a late bloomer. You know what I mean? Like, in, <laughs> you show you a pictures of me in high school. I was like 125 pounds soaking wet. <laughs> so... By the time you get going forward here, all the chads are all fat, bloated, busted, and disgusted. And then I'm sitting here going, okay, I, my life is finally hitting the strides. You know what I mean? By 30, 32, 38. Now I'm finally hitting my strides. While everybody's my age is fat, I'm sitting over here going, all right, I got a little muscle and a little bit of money. And the women be like, and that's you. <laughs> anyway, people, some people peak early. Some people peak late. Late bloomers, you know, it's a real thing. We might have to do a topic on that. Late bloomers. Uh, late bloomers come out and they're red pill. Late bloomers come out and they're they're cold-blooded because they've been they've been treated like shit all from 16 to 25. And people always say, Well, you guys mad because of the girls you couldn't get in high school. You're not mad, you just got a re realistic perspective of things. You're like, Well, shit, this is how people treat you when you ain't shit. And this this is how people treat you when you're somewhat shit. And you'd be like, back back then, hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot, hoes all on me. You can't call that guy bitter. You can't call that guy mad because he wasn't successful in high school and he late bloomed. You could try to call him, but what happened was he saw the reality, and now he's seeing a new, new reality, and he's like, 
hmm, these bitches ain't <laughs> right. Back ho- back then, no hoes didn't want me. Now I'm hot. Hoes all on me. Not only are hoes all on me, these old leftover women want me. And you're like, life ain't fair. And then you start going to the junior college and you say, forget it. <laughs> uh, anyway, let's get to the show. This is the show, by the way. People were like, why don't you get to the topics? That was the topic. Come on, man. Chill your ass out. All right, let's talk about this angry ass female cop out here, man. Shout out to the cops. Crooked ass cops. Shout out to the good cops, man. This isn't a thing about police officers being bad. Although this woman needs a vacation. What is going on? Let's go ahead and add her here. This is in Cincinnati, California. <laughs> Cincinnati, California. Or uh, Cincinnati. Look at this. Oh, look at this shit. This probably like, look at this shit. This look like a this look like a damn. Like, look at this shit. This is Cincinnati, Ohio, bro. Like, what in the world? I'm surprised people don't have two heads and eight toes living in this shit. Look at this damn, all of these damn electrical wires and industrial plant. It's all soggy out here. This is the summer in Cincinnati. The sun don't come out. And t- for it, the sun comes out two weeks in Cincinnati. This is a normal ass day. Yeah, radiation ass babies in Cincinnati. I'm telling you, you people that live, you people, you people that choose to live in areas like this, like, because you're choosing to live in areas like this, bro. <laughs> you don't even realize how much radiation and pollution. <laughs> <laughs> Do y'all even realize what you live in? And you live in America, bro. You don't even realize. You're like, you put, you on a daily basis, you put your kids, you raise kids in these environments. No, 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 no. You choose to raise kids in this environment. This is absolutely reprehensible that people, adults, and you have the nerve to tell me. Wow, I tell you, man. Anyway, let's get to this. Wait, where's the vo- Where's the volume? I need the volume. Look at there's kids all up and down. Look at all these damn corner stores. Look at this house. This house was built in 1910, passed down to three generations. There's no mortgage on it, only property tax, and it's ramshackle. <laughs> Look at all these damn kids with fresh Jordans all sitting on the bus stop, soaking up all this damn radiation, bruh. Yikes. You wonder why people act crazy. Like, look at what you look at your surroundings. Have you has anyone ever stopped to look at your surroundings? Like, you choose to live in these. Like, the, here's the deal: most people think this is normal. You think this is normal? I would never even move into a neighborhood that looked like this. I don't care how much uh, Section Eight vouchers I can get. What? Everybody, go outside for a second. Go outside and look up. In the sky. If this is what you see, you might want to move. If this is what the hell you see, this tells me this community was built somewhere in 1930. And they didn't have no common sense as to how to get the electrical system. (laughs) What the fuck? Like, wow, bro. This is actually, man, man. Oh, my God. Anyway. 
continuing on. I'm just trying to I'm trying to hype hip y'all to the game out here. There's a new school building, thank God. All right, now look, this looks a little bit more habitable. This looks like a little bit more habitable. Look at the sky. You can actually see the sky, not 18,000 wires. All right, here we go. I mean, goodness, it's still muddled up out here. Where's the where's the volume? Okay, here it is right here. Um, so apparently this is the cop. This is the cop. Where's the volume? You gotta move. Oh, my bad. There it is. Ridiculous. Uh-oh, she mad. Is she gonna just sit there? Man. Oh man, oh man, bruh. Yeah. Jesus. So I could focus on my career. This woman needs a break. She definitely unhinged. She needs a break. She needs the free agent lifestyle. She needs me to massage them feet. I'll show you a picture of this police officer, by the way. She she need head meds. She needs she's going into here. She's mad at somebody. Apparently, allegedly, she was mad at a girl, I guess a black, young black woman or a young black girl flipped her off. Right. And so now she just wanted to probably empty out her magazine on the girl, but she couldn't do it. So now she's unhinged. Hate it. It's a long shift for her for sure. And she wants to go home. What the? Uh oh. What? This is a vile person. I don't even talk like this. Like I don't hate the world. I just tell you what the world is. New, 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 new world order. Yeah, she need a new job. She need a. Where's the N word at? They didn't. They didn't show that. I guess she was saying it. She gonna go off some more. She gonna go off. Now, where's she at? Go off. Oh, there it is. And there it is. Oh, she's at her sanctuary now. She's like, okay, I'm home now. But I guess. Is she gonna just sit there? Go off. They bleeped out all the good words. Uh oh. God, I hate this world. Woo. Uh-oh. Mm, yeah, man. I think she got the wrong. So I could focus on my career. I think she in the wrong career. What y'all think? She need a new job? She need a new job. Let's go ahead and show you who this person is. Um, I'm going to have to fair use it. This woman was featured on a reality show. This is what tells you the bar is low Uh, when, you know, because here's the deal. I'm just letting you know. Women do get promoted and put into positions because they're female. Affirmative action. And then what happens is. You know, these companies want to show that they're being progressive. And so they hire them and they promote them and then they put, put them on reality TV shows. So this woman cop right here in Cincinnati, which somebody said it's a bright, sunny day. Shout out to everybody. She was featured on this show, Police Woman of Cincinnati. She probably didn't have a lot of experience. She has this was 10 years ago. And um, let me show you here. This is her. This is her 10 years ago. And so after 10 years on the job, let me tell you, being a police officer has got to be stressful. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but um, if you want improvement in your community, you got to have your people doing the job. That's just the bottom line. You can't have 
outside people doing the job and then expect them to, to manage you. All right, but uh, here it is right here. She's featured on this show. I can't play it because this is NBC's and they'll they'll fair use me attempt to. And uh, now she's out here. This is what she looks like now, 10 years later. She done hit the wall at warp speed, as you can see. See, when she was a young cop and that skin was all pulled against her skull, she was all right. And they was she was like, oh, they're featuring me on a TV show. All right, but after 10 years of real work, she didn't look all worn out and weathered, you know, and stressed out. She, she definitely, like, look, look, before, 10 years ago, after. Let me show you all again. And not to say that she's all of that, but, you know, I mean, at least she had a chance back there with them thin-ass lips. All right, but shout out to her. All right, but this is after. And so, you know, she actually got a real dose of reality of the real world, and now she don't want to do the job no more. I always tell you, this is just a bit of advice for people who get in relationships with working women. So I could focus on my career. Um, when they um say that they're career women, they say they're career women. What's going to happen is they're going to burn out on you right when they, you know, you get with them. They're in their 40s. They're going to burn out on you or they're going to say, I'm sick of this world and I need to take a break right after you committed to a relationship. Right after you commit, you committed to a relationship. And then all of a sudden, she's going to say, oh, I'm burned out on my job. I, and then you think you got a power couple, and then she'll get burned out. And at best, this woman's not going to work as a cop until she's 50. She's not. She's already burned out in her mid-40s, not even her early 40s. You're going to marry a girl like that. She's going to burn out. She's going to quit on your ass, or she'll feel like she has to work less. Oh, since you're bringing in 60% of the bills, I'll take a job. I'll downgrade. I'll demote myself. I actually just phase out. And by the time she's 50, forget about that power couple stuff. So I could focus on my career. She's going to sit up under you like a bump on a log. And we're going to get to that story in a bit. Okay. What about pregnant women wanting to be spoiled out here? He says passed around by the whole force. Um, this is common. Of, uh, the, here it is right here. Uh, the I want to be spoiled mindset. So let me tell you something. You know, I've been telling you about the junior college. I've been telling you about the amount of women, your nieces, your cousins, your, your daughters, your college um, roommates, and all these women that are on seeking. Let me show you something that was going on over there. Let me see if I can pull this up. It's getting pretty much more pathetic and pathetic as we go along. And the reason why is because desperation is starting to set in. And a lot of women are finding a ways to add to their finances, getting second jobs. Their second jobs are going to be sleeping with men or older men or so forth and so on. And so these women think, oh, I'm 20, I'm 25. I'll just finesse older guys because they don't got nothing better to do than to spoil me. And they're desperate. Well, that's what they think. And that's not necessarily the case. So here's a woman right here on seeking. I don't know if you can see the caption here. And I blurt, deleted her name out and I made sure that there were photos of her without her face showing. This woman is pregnant. This woman is pregnant. She's with child. She's knocked up by a Chad. She says, yes, I'm pregnant. LOL. Just message me. So you can bust nuts on her head, the baby's head. That's what you're going to do. Now, people have that fantasy to do stuff like this. And I don't know if you look at the dingy appearance of her bedroom with the bed all pushed up all against the wall. No damn, look at it, look at this. She, she ain't got no damn fitted sheets or nothing. No fitted sheets. <laughs> no, 
no fitted sheets on her damn bed. She got two different size mattresses on the bed. Look, can you see there's two different size mattresses on the bed, bro? Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Listen, I know I'm a little, listen, I know I'm a little bit of a classist. Eight different colors, sheets, and pillowcases. <laughs> and she's sitting out here talking about spoil me. You can't even spoil yourself. You wouldn't even know a lavish lifestyle. This is the bread. This is the bed you got pregnant on with two different size mattresses on it. I'm gonna let you guys know. Two different size mattresses. Am I not lying? Somebody said, Coach Picky, what have I been telling you guys? Have you not learned? The higher you go, this is the trick of men who start moving up the ladder of success or their money starts changing. You think you'll still have the same palette for women that you did when you were a, bro, a poor, broke ninja. And I keep telling you that is not the case. When you start moving up, you expect other women to actually be a little bit of something instead of being a straggle daggle. You're not going to have the same palette as you did when you were broke. See, when you're broke, anybody goes. When you're broke, anybody goes. And you wouldn't mind bringing over a broke straggle daggle to your broke house because you ain't got nothing to rob. But I'm sitting here going, I got plenty of stuff to rob. I got plenty of stuff to get finessed. I have something to lose. I have to lose my reputation. I got a lot of merchandise I have to lose. I can't bring just anybody in here. So then I got to start qualifying. Remember, they're qualifying you, but when you get something, you're qualifying them. You can't bring in sloppy seconds, low-hanging ass fruit. You got to be looking at them like, bruh. So I always tell you, when you move up the rung, less women will qualify, period. And this is another example when people are like, I'm picky. Yeah, I got to be picky. I can't let this broad come to my house. She'll come to my house and be like, shit, I'm settling in here. I won't be able to kick her out because why at her house, she has two different size mattresses on her bed. And she had the nerve to tell me I need to pay her X, Y, and Z. When she got somebody else's baby in her belly and she got eight different pillowcases and these pillows been used, she need to recycle these damn pillows at this particular point. This is how they live, and they running around telling you what you should have. I tell you, this world is crazy. I've never seen two different. I've seen mattresses on the floor. I've never seen two different mattresses on a bed frame. <laughs> oh, my God. Never seen it. This is the first time I've seen some shit like that. Anyway, continuing on here. Here she is right here. What flag is that, by the way, in the background? What flag is that in the background? And she's taking a picture with an iPad. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. I'm telling you, man. I'm telling you, your palette is going to change, brothers. It's a proud boy's flag. Your palate will develop. You guys just got to start getting there. She looks white. She looked like a white girl to me. I mean, she might be Latina or Spanish. But this is where the world's going. This is what's happening. Not only are your nieces on here, your pregnant ass sister-in-law is on there. Oh, boy. 
stop this world. Let me get to the contributions and then we'll get to the main event. Um, we'll get to the definitely get to the main event. Stop this world. What are we doing, man? This is what they try to do and legitimize things and try to tell you you're bitter, hurt, or you you're broke. You're a broke ninja. This woman is knocked up by a Chad. Obviously, he ain't in the picture. And then she's trying to tell you you ain't got enough to please her. And she's got expensive luxury lifestyle taste. I got expensive taste. You got two size mattresses on your frame. So where are we at? KT King says, I emailed you a couple of hit it acquit it list. He says, uh, another good topic for future streams would be men who look. I never remember these, by the way. Uh, but you got to email it. Uh, look to empower women at the expense of men's well-being. All right. Not to be trusted. Thank you, KT. They kicked me out of PayPal yet. Um, let me see here. Who is this? Who else is in here? Oh, we got uh, who else is in here? ETC. Ready to work or ready for work. For confirmation, let me know if you get this. I got it, brothers. I got it. I got Thank money. you, man. ETC, he's been in the building for a long time. Let's head over to Venmo and see what up over there. They signed me out. Man, they trying to play me out. Don't try to play me out. Uh, Travis C says, Travis C says, your late bloomer rant is spot on. Please do a show. He says, I was busted when I was younger, but now I'm a Chad at 30. It really is a red pill. Mind F to see how different the world treats you. Yep. I, I would say the same for a woman who was big when she was young and then she lost weight. It's the same thing, right? She's She really looks at people like, hmm, you know, or a guy that was not so developed, underdeveloped. We used to call them pubic hair ass dudes, you know, look like a pubic hair. You know, we used to, <laughs> we used to make fun of them. I had a friend of mine that was like that. He was a fat chubby dude who used to try to hang with us. And we was like, get your ass out of here. And then I seen him like seven years later and he looked like Clark Kent tall he had a good hair hair of hair head of hair he was in shape and uh we went out to lunch one time because we caught up and he we were both starting off in real estate and he was just uh, like a few years ahead of me and he was trying to hit me up to real estate gang we would go places and these women were stopping draws jaws dropped at this dude what was his name i can't remember his name it was like doug or something like that I would be looking, we're standing in the restaurant, uh, you know, waiting to be seated and women are just, now this dude was a, he was the dude, he was the dude in uh, Goonies, the fat dude in Goonies <laughs> when we were kids. They were jaws dropped on this dude. And I was like, damn, Sean, like, wow. I was like, how does that feel? Like, how does, <laughs> they were choosing. So if you ever wanted to see choosing signals, if you ever wanted to see choosing signals, I was with him for about an hour and I saw I saw women choosing married, old, young, uh, Kaylee's any they was choosing on his ass. I was like, wow, I never seen no shit like that in my life. And that was a dude that was a nobody in high school. So that happens. And that's a mindset. And he really didn't know how to handle it because he was kind of like. This is a new world. And he remembers what he was. He was the fat dude in Goonies when he was in high school. Chunk. Yeah, he was Chunk in high school. Shout out to him. He's a real estate agent in Southern California. But that was the biggest, craziest, what they call glow up today. They call it, the young kids call it glow up. That was the craziest glow up I've ever seen in my life. I was like, wow. He was like 6'3", in shape. 
great skin. He probably had acne and back knee all through high school. Somebody said, what is he doing now? He actually uh, is a real estate in Southern California, agent in Southern California. And um, he got married and had kids. I don't know if he's still married. Last I checked on him was like five years ago. All right, but I could easily find out he's on my fake book, but I don't open up fake book. Shout out to everybody watching me on fake book, but I don't go on fake book. I actually despise that app. And they, they're listening to me. What? And you, you're using us? I, I hate the censorship. I hate the blue pill matrix that is fake book. I just can't stand anything that goes on over there. Uh, where are we at here? El Jefe says, I recently deflowered a certified 22-year-old virgin. Shout out to you. And it's been great so far. A lot of my hypotheses about virgins are being realized. I am teaching her things and she doesn't want to be with anyone else. Yeah, I mean, you know, there are some 22-year-olds out there. But um, yeah, they, they want to be taught. You know, pace yourself. Don't marry her yet, just yet. You're going to want to rush her down the aisle. Give it time. Slow down. And uh, they, these people do want to be taught at that particular point, and you're going to be the her influencer for a long time. And you're imprinting her, and everything she's learning about sex and relationships are going to be from you. So it's a big responsibility. But um, the thing about virgins that you have to watch out about is that in this culture, They'll be tempted to at some point, at some point, not early on, but later on, once you marry them and give them kids, then they'll do this. In these streets. What she'll then say is she missed out on her younger years messing with you. So by the time she turns 28, 29, she's going to be like, hmm, I wonder what it's like to be with another kid. I mean, another man. I wonder what it's like to go to clubs and nightclubs. If you if you impregnated her and she starts getting her her body back in order, people are going to be like, oh, you're so beautiful. She'll be a late bloomer. Right. And so our culture teaches women to be certified horse sluts. Right. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what tempts them out there. The temptation is to, to be that. And people think that there's happiness over there and women find out later on that there's not. So she's later going to say, hmm, I wonder if I would go out there, if I would be happy doing that. And if you're not in the position to keep her, you know, happy or her finances or anything like that, she's going to go out. She's going to go back out there and tempt her tummy with the taste of nuts and honey. And then you'll find yourself shuffling and scrambling. She's going to get curious. She's going to get curious. And then she's going to be like, I don't want to die sleeping with just one man. Then she's going to tempt herself. This is like a lot of these red pill women's channels that are kind of getting some traction here. These women are somewhat plain virgin type women that are traditional to that today. But that temptation is going to come along. This is why I say you shouldn't probably listen to them yet because they don't have real life experience. They haven't been married for longer than five years. They don't have any kids. So everything's practical right there. Everything's just kind of like, oh, how it should be. But then throw a double dose of reality in that damn thing. I'm not happy. <laughs> throw some kids, throw some Long-term relationship, throw some long-term marriages, throw all of that in there, throw the street, throw the temptation out there, throw tough economics, throw all of that shit in there, and then see where you end up. Anyway, it's not all bad. It's, you know what I mean? It's not all bad. Let me do a couple here on the, uh, on the cash app. It seems like I'm getting double notifications, but XL Pro Services in the building, man. Thank you, man. Cognac, uh, Cognac, 
uh, KC is in the building. He says, never left, bro. Original coach gang member in the building. Shout out to the original coach gang members. Yes, indeed. Mr. M. Lockhart is in the building. He says, all truth. We tell all truth over here, even if it hurts your feelings. Shout out to Dexter. He says, late bloomer checking in. Everything you said is 100. It almost pays to be a late bloomer as opposed to an early bloomer. Although mentally, the late bloomer, when you're watching everybody win, when your testosterone's peaking and you're seeing this dude walk in like you're 14 and the dude got held back twice is in your grade freshman year and he clapping down cheeks and you just trying to, when you're young, you know, if you have sons, when you're a young man, you just trying to get one piece of stank on your fingernail. On your fingernail, you would be thrilled. <laughs> you sitting there like, you would just be, you'd be in euphoria when you're 14, 15, and 16. you just be like, but then there's this big old dude. He's overdeveloped, overgrown, all chiseled in stone. He's got everything, right? He can duck a basketball backwards 360. And the girls are just throwing themselves at him while you're going desperation mode. You're throwing Hail Marys out here. Now, the girls don't care about this. Just so you know, they'll never feel sorry for you. They're like, hey, we got to do what we got to do. And that dude, the early bloomer. And you can't get a French kiss. <laughs> you can't get nothing. You're like. Ma'am, I'll, I'll sell me your panties. Anything, anything, anything. And then you got a mom that won't let you out the house. Like, you're just like, damn, this shit ain't working out. You got glasses, you goofy, you cockeyed, you snaggletooth. You got crooked teeth. This dude show up, I'm a Greek god. And you're like, oh, my God. And so what tends to happen is that guy's arrested development. He end up, you know, be, he ends up getting the early results the earlier girls in their prime or as they're getting into their prime, you're struggling. But later in life, it pays itself back. However, the cruel game is your first 10 years, you struggling. And there ain't no game or pickup artist guy that can help you. It's just what it is. Until you get into your development and build, then all of a sudden it comes back. But then what happens is all the cockeyed, Straggle tooth women that ain't got blasted by this guy for the last 10 years and you saw it. You're looking at the guy running through these girls and now these girls get tired and exhausted from that guy. And that's you. And that guy's all fat and worn out and he got kicked off his, he got a D1 scholarship and he never became an NFL player, right? He just kind of got washed out. He got two women pregnant. He's on child support. Now here you are and they're like, hey. And that's you. <laughs> hey, what are you doing? They're on Facebook. You're 29. She's reaching out to you. Hey, it looks like you're doing well in life. And you're like, hmm? Now, the minute you say, nah, you skank, I remember you was getting your back blown out in the bushes by Chad. I remember that. And Tyrone. Same time, having an orgy. I'd rather go down to the junior college. I'll date 18, 19, 20, 21. I'll date all the girls I missed out on in high school. Oh, you ugly, disgusting, metaphile. I can't believe you would date girls like that. X, Y, and Z. You're like, well, I missed out on them when I was in high school, so I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get what I missed. 
and I got to see if it was all of that when I missed it. But now I can find it. <laughs> it's only right. I got to go back and, you know, because I can clean up on 35, 40 year olds all day long. I got to go back and see what that junior collar would you like. Time for orgies with CGA. <laughs> all right. Anyway, he says, I got to go back to the future and see what if it was all what I thought it would be. Anyway, let's get to the main event. White men get cold-blooded on women. I guess we already talking about it. Men missed out. They get become late bloomers, right? Let's play the video of uh, this guy who kicked out. Um, this guy is obviously uh, what I would classify as a simp. He's done all of the things. He missed all of the red flags. He's trying to do the right thing. And basically, he got fed is up. Is he wrong for, for kicking his girlfriend? I hate that voice, that TikTok voice. Why do I hate a lot of stuff? I'm just, I don't hate it. I'm just annoyed. All right. <laughs> Um, let's talk about this. This guy missed all the red flags, major red flags. And let's hear this brother, a typical community brother. Let's listen to, uh, wait a minute. Where's it at? Oh, here. And step kids out. Gotta go. She gotta go, Tasha. I'm tired of it. I've been dealing with this for too long. <laughs> I don't know if this, you know, this might be sniggle. This might be straggle and sniggle theater. Who knows? This might be real or fake. But apparently, this guy posted this to Facebook, and um, he's kicking out Tasha. So we can just assume this is somewhere in Cincinnati. She got to go. Now, before anybody got anything to say or try to judge me for what I'm doing, I'm going to tell y'all what's really going on. I can't. All right. Um, this, is the, this is the inventory that we're looking at here on the street. She kicking them up. In the street. Kicking her out, bro. And sometimes dudes get fed up. They get fed up and they get cold, cold blooded. And this is his beginning. But unfortunately, many, many men begin this journey at age 40. After they start simping and simping and then they get finessed and then women get lazy on them. And then at some, some point he just gets fed up. Let's let's continue. Can't do it no more. No more. He said no more. I done told this woman. I done told her. I done told her. Hey, man. Yeah, that's definitely a brother. And Tasha, definitely a sister. Seven times. Seven. Leave my house. Seven. Get out. It's over. Yeah. I don't want to be with her no more. All right. I can't be with you. It's raining. He got car seats out there. <laughs> Shit. Um, it's sad that he had to tell her seven times, right? Um, obviously, if a woman wants a man out of the house, all it would take is one phone call and he would be out of the house. So he has to keep convincing her, and there's nowhere he can turn to to get her out of the house. He shouldn't have never moved her in anyway, but that's his own fault. He'll learn. You don't want to do nothing for yourself. She don't want to better herself. Yeah. She wants to sit around uh -huh. and play the victim. Okay. Uh, act like I'm the problem. Okay, so these are the things that he's identifying, this bitter and hurt man. Who hurt you? Well, obviously, we know it's Tasha. But even when men hurt, no one cares. But if I was to come to you and say, hey, I'm hurting, you would say, oh, you would might want to get some therapy, right? But when men actually address issues in relationships, it's we're bitter or hurt and there's no desire to help us. Okay. Because we're not easily manipulated. But this guy was easily manipulated and he allowed her to actually take advantage of him. And now he couldn't take it anymore. And men have to get to this point to make a change in their lives. Like men can't listen to me and, and listen and go, okay, this guy's making sense. I'll avoid it. No, they can say he's bitter and hurt. My girl. She would never do that. 
and then you get manipulated. Manipul this is why men turn cold-blooded on women, because you have to learn the hard way. And now your ass learning, and you turn it into another bitter and hurt man. And you got to go, got to go full cold-blooded on women. I say you got to go cold-blooded on women from the jump all the way to the end. Do not let them get a inch or these fools will take a mile, a country ass mile. I'm not the problem. Of course he's not. This all the stuff she got to go. She didn't have stuff to begin with. She got a damn staircase. What is that staircase to? What is that? I asked her seven times. Get yourself together. I even tried to make it work. She yeah. living with me. I'm paying all the bills. Uh-huh. She got her kids here. Her kids. See, this is another thing about you moving in people with kids. All right. Why? What's wrong with single mothers? Well, I told you, especially if they get older than 40, they're going to start tapering down. They're not going to start push. This is in general. I don't want to hear about the specifics or the one person that says not me. Women in 50 aren't pushing hard in their career. They're not. In general, they're not. They're going to start ramping down. They're going to start saying, why do I have to work? I am sexy. I am sexy. They're going to ramp down. They don't ramp up. Men ramp up into in their 40s. Women ramp down. So then you move them in, and then you're a stepfather at that. She moves your kids in, and guess what? She ramps down. I don't got to work as hard now. I got this fool, and you are the babysitter. And she'll he'll identify another babysitter, and now he's getting finessed. I didn't even accept her kids. I don't even got no kids. You don't even got I no kids. I didn't even accept her kids. Typical of the community because you guys got 80% of the women are at some particular point going to be impregnated. And then only 40% of the men are going to have kids. So many, many men, once they get their life together and I got a house, they'll move in the woman. He won't even have kids and she'll have kids. Guys, get out of the community, please. This is not a matchup for a man who has his life together. You know what I mean? Get out. Don't date women like this. I don't get it. And treat them kids like mine. Yeah, well, you're... In, you're I love them kids. I love them kids. <sighs> F them kids. F them kids. Them ain't your problem, man. We're not saving the community one step daddy at a time bullshit. All right? I'm telling you, it's all garbage. It's all manipulation of men. I'm sorry if you don't agree. It ain't your problem. It ain't your problem. It's her problem. You're not saving the community one step daddy at a time. You're not doing it. So F them damn kids. They're not your problem. It's her problem. And as you can see, you let it become your problem. Continuing. But I can't do this no more, Tasha. You got to go. Tasha. She come in all hours of the night, whenever she want to. Okay, now she in these... Always trying to play victim. Okay, all right. In these streets. So I'm going to tell you what that is. She basically, and I'm sorry, I have to do this because I'm teaching here, so I can't just play the whole video in total. If you want to see it, um... You know, it's here on YouTube. But what's happening is, is now she's in these streets, right? In these streets. And so coming in at all hours of the night, she's getting dicked down. She's definitely getting dicked down. All right. She's out at the club, shaking her ass, getting her booty felt on and, and, and duck sicking. This is the, this is the reality. Women don't go out unless it's that. And, and, and you're paying the bills and um the kids, you're babysitting her kids. Come on, man. Telling everybody it's me. It's me crying. Yeah. It's her co-workers, a family. Okay, so what's she doing? Court of public opinion. So when he checks her on her behavior, she runs to the court of public opinion. 
She runs the social media. She tells her mom that you're abusive. You're yelling at her. And she was the one coming in at all hours of the night while you're watching her kids. And she has she sees nothing wrong with this inherently. She sees nothing wrong with this. And you and she's the victim and you're the big bad wolf. But she ain't moving out of your house and you continue to babysit the kids. I tell you, this is comical. Saying it's me, it's me, it's me. Y'all yeah. gotta understand, man. I'm fed up. I'm stressing. Stressing. I just try to help this girl numerous of times. Try to help her get on her feet. And she just ain't got it's like she don't want nothing in life. I cannot be with a woman like that. Okay, so this is when the women say, Well, I have a career and I want something out of life. Well, the, the problem is that's not gonna be the case after 40. It might be a little bit into your 40s, but after 45, it's gonna be downhill. Then in the 50s, it's gonna be downhill, 60. You basically carrying her ass at that point. And so she already lacks ambitions because she's used to finessing guys. And you dumbass simps, you guys, Captain Savums. Here you come. Here you come saving her because she got a fat booty. Because she thick. I tell you, man, when men, when the big head starts outthinking the little head, men start to win. And they start to get cold-blooded. And they start to say you bitter and hurt because you can't get manipulated. The big head starts to outthink the little head. And right now, his big head is outthinking the little head just slightly. And he's kicking her ass to the curb. All we do is argue, 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 argue. She don't want to work. She pick her kids up, drop her kids off to a mama house. Yeah. While she go out and be in the streets all night. And I'm already paying the bills. Now, unfortunately, black men deal with this and they think this is normal. Right. Because you grow up and this is normal, just as normal as all them damn wires over your head and you soaking up radiation all day. You don't even know that that's not normal. You don't even know that looking up in the sky and seeing the damn big blue sky is normal. OK, just as you believe arguing in relationships and trying to get a woman to learn and understand after she's moved in, you, you think that you can pull rank then. No, it's too late. You got to be cold hearted on a ass from the beginning. Don't give they ass an inch. Tell them what's what. And if they don't cooperate, never don't let them even in your damn house and your domicile. But you guys do it the opposite way. Continuing. And the up part is I got a homie. His wife got a business. All right. Before we get there, people are like, well, what happened to you, coach? Well, I, I saw these signs and I left. All right. So I didn't let this stuff go on. All right. I started to see it and I was like, I'm bouncing. So. It, it was a bait and switch. She wasn't like that at the beginning, but she started to change into that. And then I pulled the plug. So I saw it. I pulled the plug at a proper time, right? Right when it started to happen, right when the bait and switch was coming in and I saw a few signs, I pulled the plug. So don't say, well, it happened to you. No, it didn't happen to me. I pulled the plug. I walked away. Many of you guys would have kept going and going and working out and going to marriage counseling for two or three years and working it out. I started to say, this shit is going left. She's not respecting my authority. I'm out. You guys can't do it. She was going to hire her on the spot to answer the phone for her business. $20 an hour. I tell this dumb, hey, my homie wife got a business. And all you got to do is answer the phone. $20 an hour. She going to look at me and tell me what the fuck I look like. I'm like, what do you mean? What the fuck do you look like? $20 an hour, you're telling me you can't work for $20 an hour to sit on your ass? That's when I knew I couldn't work no more. That's her kids, sir. All right, so, yeah, um, uh, she didn't want to work, man. She was like, look, $20 an hour, she added that up in her head. She was like, well, 
you know, that's $150 a day. She added that up or across the board. She was like, I'm not going to work for no $1,500 paycheck. She was like, nah, I'd rather be in these streets and live off of your ass. It's like, I can't do it. Her kids tear my house up. You know what I mean? I love them kids with my dear heart, but I can't do it. Sometimes you get fed up. I'm waking up. I'm going to work every day with attitudes, getting into it with my boss. Okay, so that's an important that's an important red flag right there. That's an important uh, red pill right there. So what happens is you're struggling with your relationship. You can't check your woman, so you start to check people at your job. So let's say you're a supervisor. You start taking out your relationship problems on the people you supervise and manage, or you start snapping at your boss and you risk your job because you can't keep your woman in check. And I'm not one to say keep your woman in check. I say check her from the beginning, and if you don't cooperate, get rid of her ass. I'm not into this, I'm going to check her, and I'm going to check her, and I'm going to keep checking her. That's the problem you men have. You guys think that you're going to sit around and keep checking and ke checking and checking them and checking them. No, check they ass two times. And on time number three, show they ass the door. Show them the door. You guys sit up here and ruin your whole damn life and your relationships and your friendships and your damn work relationships trying to check women. They're not there to be checked. They're there to be told one time, and then the second time, a reminder, third time, get the hell out. Period. It's a waste of your time. And I guys are running around here. I'm going to keep them in check. There's no such thing as keeping a woman in check. There's no such thing. So as soon as she decides to be out of check, that's your ass. What you do is you give them a, you give them instruction, you give them a reminder, and you give they ass the boot. <laughs> that's what you do. You don't sit up there and try to rationalize and discuss. You tell them. You give them a warning. <laughs> Come on, man. But you guys think, uh, and, and, and again, I'm sorry to pick on black men again. You guys have been educated by minstrel shows, black exploitation films, pimpism. You've been misled. In fact, you're going to pull your pimp hand back. It's 2022. It is not 1984 anymore. It's not 1984. There's no more pimp hand. There's no more. Uh, there's no more um, super fly. There's none of that shit no more. Forget the pimp game. Let the pimps do what they do. But you're not one. You're not one. There's no more pulling your pimp hand back. They got too much. Um, they got too many ties to the government as to finesse your ass. So it's over. Argue with my employees. I mean, my coworkers. And it's like, I just can't do it. God, please forgive me for doing this. I never meant to be this way. Like, you know, you know, I'm a good man at heart. He's such a good man. So now he's praying to God as to why he's cold-blooded, <laughs> right? When you have ice water in your veins, as our guy, Mr. Palmer says, keep them veins cold. When you turn into Thanos, this is his early indoctrination into his villain orientate, his villain or origin story, as they say. God is gone. There's nothing in between you and your woman. God ain't in between it. It's you as the leader and the instructor, and she is the follower. And if it is going to be opposite, you're in a subservient relationship. God don't have no place in subservient relationship because that was not his instructions. So you've given up on God, sir. You now have to become Thanos. Okay, you have to become Thanos on her ass. And there's no there's no repenting to God. There's no God. I hope you understand. No, this God gone. 
I am God. <laughs> I'm God right now. And what I say goes, and your ass go to the street. Hey, man, people don't want to be cold. I'm cold like this. I'm cold like this when it comes to, you know, even my kids. I'll be letting them know, hey, hey, if you bite the hands that feed you, it will be the day. It, I mean, listen, you look, you got to let kids a little bit of leeway. I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know. I'm letting you know. You bite the hands that feed you? Hey, listen, I can't save your ass. Tell your kids this. I can fix mess ups, but I can't fix fuck ups. If you fuck up, I can't fix it. I can fix mess ups, though. So if you mess up, daddy will be there to clean it. Or tell your ex-wife that. Tell your wives, your girlfriends, whatever you guys do. I can fix mess ups, but if you F up, I can't fix it. So if you bite the hands that feed you, your ass going to have to learn a tough, long-ass lesson. And you're here as a man to teach lessons. You're here to teach lessons. Yes, I am her religion. I am her God. And they'll laugh at you and say, you ain't my God. And when they out there on that cold ass street, they'll realize you was God and they should have been praying to your ass. Mm. Now, people are here like, who is this guy? But if you're in my house, you're on my, under my authority. If I'm paying the bills and you're treating me like a wallet and I get tired of you treating me like a wallet, I am your God. In CGA, we trust. This is cold-hearted behavior. Now, you guys can keep getting manipulated out there and keep coming back to my show. But, Coach, how do I get a God complex? That's how you do it. Get cold-hearted on them. Get cold-hearted on them. All right? That's the only way it works. You don't have to be abusive, but you have to hold the line. You have to hold the line. If they, or they'll treat you like a wallet. Okay, they will treat your ass like a wallet. And the only time you will hear from them is when they need money. When the money well runs out, all right, they're going to bounce to the next person, period. As long as you keep paying the tab, they will sit up under you. Come on, guys. Well, sometimes you get fed up. I asked her seven times to leave, and it's just like I can't deal with this no more. I don't want y'all to see. I got her stuff out here. She ain't got and much. If you ever try to come over here and mess up my house or anything like that, man, I already got my police report filed. So they will come find you. Don't come over here on my property. This is my property. <laughs> y'all see nothing wrong with the house. No windows busted. All right, documented. Nothing's wrong. Good for him. Let me show y'all the side. So she come over here acting crazy. First of all, she's going to jail. She's not going to jail. All right, she's not going to jail. So you can forget that. Women don't go to jail for property damage. All right, so you can forget that. And then when you show up in court, you ain't going to get nothing. But she she ain't got nothing. What, you going to sue her in small claims court? She ain't got nothing. She has nothing to lose. So she will ruin your property. But I'm glad he documented it. But she will ruin your property and not get punished. All right? She's she's desperate. She has nothing. Second of all, I just want to show y'all so that can't no, don't nobody say nothing. Like, oh, that was already messed up. And you try to, I can't do it. When you fed up, you fed up. Yeah, so this guy's been obviously manipulated by one person in a very despicable way. This person who's doing this, that if he's correct in his analysis, she's despicable. She's a despicable human being. She's not a despicable woman. She's a despicable human being. All right. Um, and as such, we're only hearing one side of the story. This isn't a gender issue. She's manipulating him, taking advantage of him, and he's standing his ground finally. But this isn't the first woman to do this. This is the first woman to do this. This is the umpteenth 
woman to do this. And guys will let this happen and happen because deep down inside, you want love. Deep down inside, you want to trust women. Deep down inside, you want to believe in the fantasy and fairy tale until reality hits your ass. Reality bites. I'm, I wish it was different, gentlemen. I wish it was different. But this is what you guys are most likely going to experience. Not this pimp bullshit that you guys were out here spouting with no proof. And you're not going to experience more. You're not going to experience this love fantasy where you have her soul. This is more likely what you're going to experience. Something similar to this, not quite as drastic as this. Something similar. The data points this out. Now, what are you going to do prior to that to prepare yourself for this? Because it's coming. Or what are you going to do um, to avoid this? What are you going to do to avoid this? Continuing. $20 an hour to sit down and answer the phone. You tell me what the f you look like. Like, I'm, I'm, I can't do this. Your stuff is outside. I apologize, God. Please forgive me for doing this, man. I ask you to release me from any negativity or anything in my life. And my heart told me to do this. See, well, your heart told you to do it. God had nothing to do with it. Um, he's not that strong of a man that he has to lean on God and religion at this particular point in his life. Uh, he's Thanos right now. He never has to see. If you got to go back and ask for forgiveness for this, you're not ready to be the man that you need to be. I'm not telling you that you don't need God. But what I'm telling you is God has nothing to do with this. All right. You've already been. It, it, this is all you, sir. This is all you. You allowed this to happen. You let this happen, despite the fact that men have been telling you that this is going to happen. You let this happen for a long period of time. So now you have to be your own God. You don't have to figure yourself. You have to let these people know that there's a penalty to pay by not listening or biting the hand that feeds me. And if you have to be on the street with your kids in the rain, with your stuff getting all rained on, that's what it is. That's how cold you have to treat their ass. Bounce your ass to the street and you figure it out. And wash your hands and walk away. Period. I love them kids. I do not want to put them kids out. But they got to go. F them kids. <laughs> their kids aren't your problem. Don't mind your biological kids. And your kids, them kids wasn't listening to you to begin with. Sitting their ass to the streets too. Who cares? It ain't my problem. Go ask the welfare. By the way, this woman will take his ass to court, by the way. Sit down and answer the phone. You tell me what the f you look like. Like, I'm, I'm, I can't do this. Your stuff is outside. I apologize, God. Please forgive me for doing this, man. I ask you to release me from any negativity or anything in my life. And my heart told me to do this. I love them kids. I do not want to put them kids out. Bye. But they got to go. They, they got to go. I've done too much for her and those kids. Yep. You have to go. I can't deal with it no more. <laughs> no more. I can't deal with nobody who don't want to do nothing to help better their life. Parasite. Consumer. Right? Leech. Yeah, that's what you had. And now you got to peel the leech off. I can't do it, man. And that's just what it is, man. It's like, it don't, it, don't, it don't make no sense. Yeah, it don't make no sense because in reality, you guys know what the reality is, right? And he's getting a double dose of reality. Like I said, especially melanated men, you're more likely to deal with that than a woman to fall in love or you're going to deal with leftovers, uh, stepmoms. This is why you don't do it. We're not telling stepmothers, I'm sorry, we're not telling single mothers that they're bad people. But inherently, you have bad habits that you're going to bring into my life. You don't realize you have bad habits. You might think you're a good woman, but simply, you've already 
excommunicated a man out of the, a biological father, if not one or two out of the, the child's life. And now you're going to do it to another man and you're going to believe that you can get be relationship material. Absolutely not. All, all you know is parasitic behavior and it must be corrected first. If you're going to date a single mother, the first thing, the, the first rule you'll have as a cold blooded rule is give your kids custody up. So she says, I want to move in with you. OK, great. Give your kids custody to the biological father. Watch her shuffle. And then that is your first indicator that she's not material for you and the relationship. What do you mean? Give my kids custody up. Give your kids up to the biological father before you move in here. They don't they don't live here. I bet you she say, nope, nope. And then you say, that's your first no to me. That means you ain't following my plan. Get the hell on. Scramble. Bye. You're already telling me I got to go live under your damn rule and authority while I'm paying the bills. No. Give your kids up. And if she's not willing to, she's not willing to live under your authority. Get the fuck out. Bye. <laughs> Adios. I'm telling you, man, you got to be cold-blooded. Who's hard, Who's strong enough to do that? You're not strong enough to do that. You're not ready. You're not ready for a relationship. And women are like, no, that don't make sense. It makes 100% sense. Why am I going to be a stepdaddy to the kids? How come the guy is not going to have a, the, the father probably wants the kids. Give the kids up. Put them up for adoption for all I care. But now we're starting a new family and it's under my name and my legacy. If you want to keep your name and your legacy and your kids, you can do that. But you can live on your own, girl. Uh, in, anyway, we got uh, Billy the Kid in the building. Again, cold-blooded nature, man. And the way, the reason why men become this way is because they get manipulated once, twice, twice. And we have nobody to run to when we get manipulated. When women throw bricks in our cars and bricks at the thing and they claim the victim, we don't get to run to anyone. So the only response that you have is to be cold-blooded. All right, Billy the Kid says, Coach, I have, I've been in this situation years ago. And he says, it's easy to get, uh, wait, in hand to get out. Wait, it's easy to get in, hard to get out. That's what he says. He's been in this situation years ago. It's easy to get in, hard to get out, and it never ends smoothly. Trust me, always have an exit, exit strategy. Trust me, always have an exit strategy. He had no exit strategy. And so I would not put the woman's property out on the street in that way. I would not do it that way. The way he's doing it is out of desperation. So just so you know, I'll be cold-blooded but I would not proceed in that way. I would handle it a little more litig uh, litigiously, like legally, meaning I would have an eviction process. She would be already, you know, she would be already, in, I wouldn't even have moved her in, but I would actually made it a little bit more favorable to me where I wasn't putting her stuff out, getting rained out on. That was a desperation move. But I would have actually had it a little bit more of a legal way so that she could not come back and use shame blame and explain or shame and guilt watch the shame and guilt when women are desperate they'll go just the shame and guilt all right guilting your way into this i can't dare you just put me you could have kicked me out you could have told me to leave i told you to leave seven times you could have just did this you could have just did that so you got to watch out ability kids says the bait and switch happens early and most men don't even notice it as long as you don't have attachment to kids marriage you can get out Wipe your hands clean. If you really want these women to leave, lose your job and struggle. Yeah, he says, move back to your mom's crib and they will leave in a heartbeat. 
yeah, just, just, you know, move into your car, lose your lifestyle. They'll leave. But um, if you have an attachment to women, you know, women are glorious, mass, mystic, magic human beings. You know, they have that sweet, sweet thing. So we want that. But beyond that, if they've never developed beyond that, which many of them don't, many of them don't, unfortunately, then you become attached to something that is more of a dependopotamus than they are independent. And so they'll be independent while keeping their foot on first, trying to steal second. Joseph K. Cold, he says, coaches, cold. He says, lessons men must learn. Don't date single moms. He says, keep them veins cold, man. In. And that's you. So we say don't, don't date single moms. And people are like, well, they're good people. We're not saying single mom. I'm not saying single moms are bad people. I'm not saying it. I'm saying they got too much baggage. That you're ill, especially if you've never been married or had kids and you date a single mom, you don't know what you have no idea of what you're getting into. You have zero idea of what you're getting into. If you've been married before or had kids and then you date single moms, you might have a better idea of what you're getting into, what you're inheriting. But if you don't have kids and never married, you're about to get a wake up call. Vin Fledge in the building, coach, in the immortal words of Ron, macho man Randy Savage, I'm too hot to handle and too cold to hold. Oh, yeah. All right. Did I do a good macho man there? Macho man Randy Savage. The cream rises to the top. <laughs> um, yeah, people think that this is misogynist behavior by protecting yourself. But learn the hard way. Or learn the easy way. All right. So we do have a couple of cash apps. And then I was going to talk about one more thing before I went. Oh, we were going to do prime and decline. Yes. You're going to do prime and decline. Where well, let me see here. Gons says the power lines remind me of the cell tower trees. Oh, yeah. The cell tower trees. Yes. You know, yes. The cell tower trees where they put like a couple of leaves on it to disguise it. <laughs> You want them cell towers in your area if you want good cell phone reception, by the way. But um, the cell tower trees are always in a bad area. <laughs> it's always in some ramshackled-ass area, big-ass thing, and they put some leaves on it to make it look like a tree. Mm. Oh, my God. The palm tree cell tower. Despicable. Let me see if I can cell tower tree. Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah. You want them in, yeah, you want, here it is, this is a good one right here. Uh, you want them, oh, shit, that's the LA Times? I don't want to get their damn opinion of it. Let me see if I can find some images. The Palm Tree Cell Tower, everybody knows these in Southern Cal. This one right here. <laughs> or in Arizona, it's a cactus right there. <laughs> Look at that tree. Look at this tree sitting right up here. Look at that. Yeah, they put some leaves on it. They try to fool you and think it's a tree. Oh, look at this nice tree right here. Hello, what, what is that pine tree doing here in the middle of the woods? <laughs> the leaves don't even match. What the hell? You know you live up in the hood. There's the palm tree again right there. Look at this cell tower. Oh, this is a great little palm tree. All right. Oh, there's the cactus. There's Arizona right there. There's the cactus palm uh, cell tower right there. That big-ass cactus out of nowhere. All right, shout out to the self. Shout out to the brothers who installed that, the essential workers. <laughs> oh, man, that's crazy. 
Appreciate you for that one. That was Gons. Uh, what was this? Frodo Bagum Young says, what's your advice? Uh, would you advise TRT for a 39-year-old? Um, it depends. I think if you are low on testosterone, sure, you can get checked out, go get your blood work done and see if you're actually low. Uh, TRT definitely has its advantages, uh, especially if you are declining in testosterone. Yeah, I mean, go get your blood work done and determine if you need it. Um, if you're feeling lethargic and you require some energy, some extra motivation, if you want, I wouldn't say better bedroom performance, but maybe you're not desiring women as much or your recovery. I think what affects older men is their recovery from sex, right? You guys want to be banging bra six days a week, but it's just not going to be something you're going to be able to do. Mostly this is in general again. Because number one, you're going to have work life stress. You're going to have things that are that responsibilities. And then all of a sudden you're trying to squeeze it in. You know what I mean? Like your recovery is going to be your recovery. You're, you're going to need recovery days as you get older. Like you, <laughs> he says, get you, you know, your eight, um, you're going to need recovery days. So I always tell people testosterone will, or TRT might help that, but it's still, it's still going to be that anyway. Yeah, you're thinking about work. You're thinking about paying the bills. You're thinking about goals and aspirations. You're not thinking about chasing ass. And I will tell you, I'm not just I'm just saying this in general again. If you're a guy and your life's not in order and you're in your mid-30s and 40s and you're thinking about ass more than you're thinking about your life goals and you're not where you want to be, your priorities are out of whack. <laughs> you can clap cheeks, but you're going to be busting dust. All right, you can go, you'll be able to clap. It'll be painful. It'll start being painful. Your balls will be like, not today, sir. We got nothing. You're going to be like. <sighs> <laughs> You're going to be trying to imagine everything. You're going to be trying to drill for that nut. Hold on. Let me show you what you're going to be looking like. You ain't going to be able to bust. You ain't going to bust nothing. You're going to be drilling. You're going to damage your salami. Your salami going to come out. It's going to be, you're going to bust. <sighs> It's going to be dust. It's going to look like LeBron when he throw the chalk up. And that's natural. So people that think that that's not natural, that's natural. That's 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 what age does. That's what this <laughs> testosterone does. All right. This is what Joe did. Where, where's, where's my picture right here? Where's my video? Hold on for a second. I got to find a video. That's just natural. You're not going to be able to produce as much um, what they call, I believe it's seminal fluid. It's, you'll have the seed, but the fluid is what you need. I think it's called seminal fluid. I'm, I don't want to get graphic here, but seminal fluid production is going to be lower. So you'll, the seed will be in there, but it'll come marching up like a ketchup bottle. <laughs> and then all you're going to be doing is just frictioning your salami. All right. And then the semen is the seed. All right. That's going to be there. That's going to be there. You produce a lot of it. You uh, you produce a lot of it, but the fluid is what you need to make it not as hurtful when it come out. All right, but because that's the paper part where they ain't got no fluid around the damn thing. So anyway, do some squats. Squats will help your testosterone. If you don't want to go on TRT, do things that actually activate the testes. Okay, do things that activate the testes, like squats and deadlifts. Those things will help your testosterone recover if it's low. Right when you're doing lower body exercises, that might help. 
So you might want to activate the testes. These are all things that men need to know. And I'm talking about, yeah, I'm talking about, um, I'm talking about not air squats as, you know, squatting weight, deadlifting and that type of stuff. Those things actually are working the lower body region and then it will make your testosterone increase. Not as much as the TRT, but it will help. It will help. Anyway, somebody says vasectomies and that. I don't think vasectomies actually are proven to decrease testosterone, but I don't know for sure. It just depends on you and it depends on who's doing it. And if you had a bad procedure or a good procedure, sometimes you can have a bad procedure vasectomy wise and it could decrease your blood flow and that type of thing. So be careful. Be careful with these things, man. You know, make a good decision. Not everything works for everybody. TRT don't work for everybody, right? Get them oysters activated. And, and you could do more in the bedroom without that. You know what I mean? I know that's the finisher. <laughs> that's the finisher. But there's other ways to have fun in the bedroom other than that. So if you get to the day where you're like, this is rest day, but you want to still play with them pretty young things, there's other things you could do. <laughs> Yeah, start with air squats, start with drinking water, start with stop eating brown food, cook food, stop eating too much red meat, get your cholesterol down, work on those things first, start working out lower body movements, uh, compound lower body movements always help as well. Um, these all are things, these all are things that can help your energy and your, your health so that your functioning is good. Yeah, stop smoking. You know, I do cigars, but I don't smoke a lot of cigars. Stop smoking. Even the weed. Weed does, could, could lead to impotency. Could. I'm not saying it always does, but it does, could lead to that. So that inhaling, smoking to your lungs. Yeah, man. You need to be out here being a man. Working, lifting. That helps. Somebody says I'm desensitized. That, that too. That too. So there's something to be said about desensitizing or having too much sex. I believe in that too. Not that I want to practice that. <laughs> younger women help. Yes, younger women help. Despite the fact that people say I have a preference for older women, being with a younger woman will increase your seminal fluid. This is all my coach's theory. I don't have it proven. Sometimes I tell you the truth. Sometimes I just tell you things of, that are a theory. I, based on my experience, younger women improve your recovery and your seminal flu i think you get more excited and i think it's biologic biology it has to do with biology because because a person that's pheromone wise and hormonal wise able to get pregnant and have fertility your your body's gonna naturally respond to that now this is something that maybe you guys can do the research on your bodies and when we say younger we're talking about legal age and up your body's naturally going to respond to that. If that woman's hollowed out, she's in menopause, she might be dry, she's soggy, she's less fertile, your body's going to react to that. This is all we have to understand. It's not mental. It's not visual. It's biology. It's all biology. It's mostly biology. So you can have a woman, but if you're looking at, if you're looking at varicose veins and, and, um, and, and uh, what do you call these? where she got those um, crow's feet. You're looking at varicose veins, crow's feet, uh, liver spots. You're looking at, you know, buffalo hump neck. 
If that's what you're looking at, sure, you can get aroused by it. <laughs> you can get aroused, but you're not going to get biologically aroused. I'm telling you, man, it's all the things. So people are like, well, I just like prefer. Well, listen, you can get that doesn't mean you're not getting aroused. Doesn't mean you can't perform. But I just think no matter what, if the person has the the, the signs of being fertile, I think your body's gonna respond to that. Just don't leave it in, pull it out or wear a condom. Mm. Cankles and yeah, turkey necks and I'm not. <laughs> Y'all cold-blooded in here, man. So for people that want to, let's just say you want to be more vital and have vitality. Go with younger women. Biology, nature is nature. If you're having trouble, again, if your stuff, let me, let me, let me do this here. We got a couple more. Let me see here. Let me see here. How do you spell this? I'm going to just show you. Without getting too graphic, I'm trying to get this out before because I'm teaching men. We hear and we educate men. We educate men. Chris Rock talked about this. All right, here's the picture right here. If you're performing and afterwards your stuff look like this, and just imagine not the color, not the color, but the consistency. Not the color. If it, if if the color looks like that, go get to the hospital. Go get checked out. We're talking about the consistency. We're talking about if after you're done and this is what happens and you finish like this here. You finish like this here, you with the wrong woman. Or you need a recovery day. You need you need to take a day off. Take a day off or take the woman off or whatever. I mean, you wasn't ready that day. You was not ready. <laughs> All right. Now. Now, <laughs> your stuff done dribbled on out. Your stuff done dribbled. <laughs> Hold on for a second. We're teaching today. Some people are confused. That means you're not experienced. All right? You're not experienced. You, if, you, if you couldn't get that context, you're not experienced. Hold on for a second. If you, if you miss that context, your experience level is low. All right. Now, if your stuff look like this here, if your stuff look like this, you, you was ready to go that night. <laughs> your stuff should look like this right here. And if you need to take three, four, five days off right here to get to this level right here, and if you need to take your ass to the junior college, <laughs> that's what your that's what your experience should look like and if you need to take three four five days off right there go ahead take three four five days off <laughs> if you need to if you need because otherwise you you force it to action wait a minute your stuff should be ready to look like this otherwise you forcing it all right you could have took the day off you could actually you could actually you could actually made some money that day. This is what you ended off with. Anyway, he says, "What if somebody says, what if, what if you're upset afterwards?" See, that's what I work up to. I'm like, man, let me just. I'll wait to that. I'll wait for the prettiest young thing. 
I'm not about to work and work and malfunction my equipment trying to get the dribble out. <laughs> all right, I ain't about to go down to Tinderland. I've done done all that. I done been on Tinder. I done got a couple of dribbles out. Realize what the hell am I doing? Yep, I should have had the super soaker out. The dribble is one of the most disappointing experiences. Look, you get the dribble going. You done worked and worked and you done went out on a date. You done hung out. Oh, by the way, men, as you age, foreplay actually helps because you're already experienced, right? When you're young, foreplay is a bad thing because you're going to bust in five strokes. But you done worked and worked and worked and you get the dribble. And you're like, damn. All that. What a waste. Mm. All right, let me see here. Uh, Mr. Olympus is in the building. He said six foot three. He already had the prerequisite to be a Chad. Yeah, he's already met the requirement at about a 70% tile. 70%. If you have the height as a young male, you're already 70% in the game, right? It's still it's gonna take more though. It's gonna take more, but you're already pretty much where you need to be. And there's a great chart on that one that I snatched from a PUA. And I thought it was, um, oh, I didn't get the short-term chart. So sorry. I'm going to have to find the short-term chart. Elijah Bryant, Tasha said, I'm not happy. Well, Tasha was <laughs> never happy, right? But then she pulled the I'm not happy, and he he had to kick her out. Mark, Mr. Cordova says the real dad didn't want them either. Whoa. That's a red pill for you. Remember, he's kicking her out and, and praying to God. The real dad already kicked her out on the streets, right? In these streets. The real dad already washed his hands of her. And oddly enough, the real dad ended up being correct about that woman. So everybody that probably gave the real dad the business about kicking that woman to the curb, the stepdad had to do the same thing. And the real dad looking like I told you, she wasn't worth a damn thing. <laughs> You're actually right, Mr. Cordova. Who else is in here? Mr. A.O. says, pop in my donation, Cherry. Coach, pause. Thank you for the work. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thank you for the donation. Dorian B., like Daniel said, reality is often disappointing. It's often disappointing. Man, if you go back and listen to what Thanos was saying in that movie, you were like, how dare Thanos? You were like, dare, how, dare you? how dare you get rid of our Avengers? But as the movie went on, you was listening to Thanos like, damn, he makes sense. I love that meme where the dude's pouring the alcohol, listening to the uh, villain, the arch, the arch enemy speech. Like, and Thanos was literally dropping jewels. <laughs> he was like, yo, a lot of villains be spitting. Yep, a lot of villains be spitting. Like, like the, the, it, they're making sense, and the. The hero is actually the villain for the most of the movie, right? Because they're causing all the damage trying to stop the dude from just doing what he wanted to do, right? He's like, look, man, I'm just need to do what I need to do. No, we need to save humanity. The, the hero is causing all kind of collateral damage. He ruins this. Look at any Superman movie. Sorry, Spider-Man movie. For most of the movie, Spider-Man's the villain. People turn on Spider-Man. They hate Spider-Man. They like you causing all these problems. <laughs> yep. Joker spitting facts. Thanos spitting facts. It's crazy. And these things are written with such a uh, reality is that 
that the people who are writing them know that the arch enemy is the is right but for some reason the moral compass trumps everything well morality wise and then here comes spider-man with morality here comes batman with morality and morality wins but there's collateral damage to preserve morality <laughs> really the the anti-hero is the villain the dumbass is the moral person who pretends to be the the person who wins for the people the people's champion is the villain it's really crazy it's a really crazy world but for some reason normies love the hero all right anyway enough about all that not all the time that works but just mostly simon small donation to the free agent lifestyle gospel we'll give you a sponsorship absolutely g money says single mom treated me bad now she wants me back do not take her back you give them one time frodo bagham young trt question was for bodybuilding oh um if you're bodybuilding if you're bodybuilding trt is not going to help you be a bodybuilder okay for a bodybuilder it's going to give you some it could give you mass a little bit a little bit not a lot you can get some strength maybe not not so much strength you're going to inherently get a little bit stronger with more testosterone for bodybuilding no for bodybuilding you're going to need some trend you're going to need some diana bowl you're going to need some <laughs> you're going to need to go down to mexico come back with some horse steroids that's what you're going to need to be a bodybuilder you're going to need a needle in your arse that's what you're going to need <laughs> yeah shout out to Ty tyrese you're going to need a needle or you're going to need genetics like crazy. All right. So let's just say you're out of shape. Somebody said, what's the rock using? I'm not going to accuse the rock of using anything, but let me just tell you, he has no, nobody that's telling him he'll get suspended from making movies for being on what he's on. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure if he was on something, he could get the best of the best, right? He's not monitored. He's not going to get suspended or he doesn't got, he's, he can do whatever he wants. You're going to need some juice. And broccoli and chicken ain't going to help. You're going to need HGH. That's what you're going to need. <laughs> right? You want to get you want to get bodybuilder? Get on some HGH. Testop TRT ain't going to help you. It might help you just sell say if you were a soggy dude and you went on TRT to go get crazy uh uh slim, trim and all that stuff. You're going to be working your ass off. You're going to be in there three years later. Somebody says, what is brown food? Look on your plate. Chicken nuggets, pizza. If there's no color on your plate, that's brown food. Brown rice, brown uh, white rice. If everything, there's no color popping off your plate, that's brown food. All right. Uh, uh, chicken wings, hamburgers, uh, buns, french fries. Tater tots, <laughs> that's brown food. Mm. Dino chicken nuggets, pizza crust, that would be brown food. Look at your plate. If that's what your plate is made up of, and you're in hush puppies, yeah, and you're going, you're growing older and older, and your plate gets browner and browner, good luck. Mm. Good luck in life. Your ass about to be struggling. You're going to be impotent, high cholesterol, blood pressure. High sugar, diabetes. <laughs> uh, 
All right. Hash browns. Yeah, all of that. Potatoes. Diced up potatoes. Home fries. That's brown food. Steak. It's red food, but it's brown. Uh, where are we at here? Jackson says women will be twice as cold if given the chance. Whoa, that's another one. That's another crimson capsule. So when in this game, you either be cold hearted or you be you get treated cold heartedly. Not only that, I always tell people you either run or get ran. You either kill or be killed. You either punch or get punched. All right, there's no in between in this fantasy world of we'll be a power couple and everything just will be centered around equality and everything will be even along the way. If you're a leader, you either run your office or you get ran. If you're a coach, you either run your team or they run you. There's no in between. There's no players coach. He's a players coach and he just coaches and he has a great relationship with his players. No, a players coach most of the time after a year will the the players will run the coach. After a year cuz the first year the players will be like, "Oh, this is cool. We get to do what we do and it'll be a natural flow." If y'all better win the championship that year, because the next damn year, um, you're going to start off slow being a player's coach. And then what are you going to do? You want to tighten the ship. You want to pull rank. You want to start establishing order. Uh, new, 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 new world order. No, it's too late because those players are used to be you being laissez-faire. And then you're going to try to pull rank after a year or two or three. That's like you starting off. Oh, we're cool in relationship and we're so cool. And you don't pull rank. And then when it's time to pull rank and she starts acting up because she, you're giving her an inch and she start taking country as miles and then you're going to pull her back and she's going to look at your ass. She's going to say, well, who are you pulling rank on? Or she's going to say, you changed. You're different. Why are you acting like this? That you either run or get ran. That's, that's how it is in the world. This is not just relationship advice. That's world advice. Some of you guys are afraid to run people. New, 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 new world order. I'm going to lose these people. These people are going to hate me. Man, please hate me. Please hate me. <laughs> do I look like I want to be liked? I mean, I do, but I'm not dependent on it. I'm not dependent on people be like, I really like you. You're so nice. That got me in the poorhouse. <laughs> I was poor as hell with a whole bunch of people that like me. Let's all get together on our broke asses, get together in a room, and everybody like each other. Have you ever noticed that you ever start pulling rank on your people that you're hanging around with and they say, you change. Why are you like this? Gee. Either run or get ran. Or you either run them and get, or get ran. Soft Sand says nothing. Or no, he says salute. Thank you, brother. All right, we're almost at the end. Did we do did we do hit it or quit it? We'll end the game off. We'll end the day off with hit it and quit it. Also, no, it's not hit it and quit it. It's prime or decline. DG Seymour says it's power to wait it's power to not need xx's made money in my sleep it's a true power and when men that try to finesse things i think men are naturally purple pill and they'll find a way to need women oh i'll need her to make my business good i'll need her to i'll need her to build with me i'll need a woman to do you're just you're just purple pill just say you just say you want love <laughs> el jefe says the cure for ed is an 18 year old <laughs> He going to be bad as hell. Hey, by the way, take an old man. He, he has erectile dysfunction. Put him in bed with his 50-something-year-old wife. Let them be frustrated. Let them go to the doctor. The doctor should say, go get this man a girlfriend. She shows up 21. I bet you after two days, 
his ED will be absolutely cured. I would say to a 70%, maybe 80% chance, he will be at full attention. Because naturally, this is what man desire. You can fool yourself, but throw a 21-year-old in the bed that's been married and uh, in the bed of a man that's been married for 25 years. He'll be at full salute. At not the first day, but day two. And she can come in, uh, Henry, I'm going to take my rheumatism medicine and I'm going to take my nightcap, but your girlfriend coming over tonight. She going to be in your damn man cave at about 830. I'm going to take my rheumatism medicine and I'm going to go nod off on my third glass of wine and my damn Zoloft. While she nodding off over there, your 31, your 21-year-old girlfriend coming over. That's what men need. But you fooled yourself in this monogamy, Chase, and you actually are hurting yourself. My friends overcharged me, says, you got to bring back the Mississippi character, one of those one of these streams, that dude always cracking me up. All right, we got to definitely bring her back. I got to bring back my characters. That's my, I might be working on that this year. Because I got a lot of characters. I got Tony the Battalion. I got the Stereo Shaheen. I got the Mississippi cop, the Mississippi racist cop. I got the I'm not happy chick. <laughs> I got this woman. Oh, my God. This is just miserable. I got her. We're going to get our characters going. A couple more. Shout out to Joseph K. Cole. Lesson. Uh, lesson men uh, must learn. Don't date single moms. Keep them vain cold. And that's you. And I don't know if I read. You. I don't know if I read that one already. Seemed like I did. But Joseph K. Appreciate you. And then we'll end off on. This brother right here, no government name, says my ex-wife and three kids just moved in with her boyfriend and his two kids into a four-bedroom house. This is child abuse. That's child abuse, <laughs> right? He says, uh, this is all, wait, this is all 12 months after his second divorce was finalized. <laughs> I tell you, you guys do it to yourself. It's child abuse. It's neglect. It's uh, child endangerment. Well, no, they're in love. Dude, they're going to, that marriage is, that relationship is going to fail. Why? Because real life is going to be applied to it. It's no longer romance. It's now finance. They're going to struggle. They don't have enough space. They're going to fail. And all of these kids now are going to have to de detach from each other after they kind of moved in and was all on top of each other. It's, it's, that's that's a train wreck, all right? But you guys will use love as an excuse to abuse children and to abuse each other. I swear to God. I mean, God, why would you do something stupid like that? Brady Bunch days are over. But, hey, if it is in love. All right, let's do a, a let's do a uh, hitter. Uh, is it prime of the client? Yeah, yeah, that beat banging. All right, so uh, we're going to do Prime and Decline, sponsored by KT King. All right, shout out to him. New, 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 new world order. If I don't get the Fupa print, I mean, if I don't get these likes up, we go on Fupa print. Here it is right here. Uh, this is where we say, do we take the woman at her young age or do we lie to ourselves and say, I preserve, I like them when they get older? Now, we say these things are the wall. Not all women age as rapidly as the next, uh, but sometimes they fall off a cliff and sometimes men do too, right? Men do too. 
but it's mostly because they don't take care of themselves. When you talk about the wall aging for women, it's natural. It's going to happen, whether they take care of themselves or not. They can Botox themselves to death. It actually looks more crazier when they decline, right? Then they start looking funny looking. All right. So, um, and ladies, don't be mad. When we look, when, when young men are 18, we look goofy as hell. <laughs> and then we mature. And so when we were 18 and we look goofy and we look like, like a pubic hair, y'all that spared no damn emotion telling us we look like a damn scrub. Mm. Let's start with the first one here. Uh, this woman's name is Colleen Camp. Colleen Camp. I have here the then and the now. I don't know what she's from, Colleen Camp. Let's see if I can find out what she's from. But as you can see, you see her photo from the then and the now. All right. Uh, this is another example here. Boy, I tell you, man, Mother Nature is cruel. Father Time is the damn undertaker. I'm going to tell you. When Father Time shows up, he does a damn hatchet job on these people. Like, this cannot be real. You see this shit? Like, God, dog. Mother Nature blesses Father Time strips. Man, nature is cruel to women. I tell you, man. Listen, I know ladies, y'all think we joking on y'all, but I tell you, man, there's no excuse for this. Like, this was her, man. Like, imagine you married this right here, and you was like, I'm going to have her for the rest of my life. Well, time knows older men are wise enough to know she's not going to look like that for very long. She's going to look like this in due time. Wow. And I don't want to hear no, well, she went through a tough time and she divorced. I, I want to hear that. that. There's no reason for that. That is amazing. So obviously there's some brothers, some some brothers, brother brothers that love them big old toddies. Like I tell you, man, I've tricked myself into loving big titties like that before. Man, that is miserable. They're not as fun as you think. They're not as fun as you think. They you think it's gonna be fun, and then it's they're all hot, they sweaty up underneath. You know what I mean? They drop every time you unbutton the hook. It'd be like drop, 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 drop. The areola area be sagging all tucked into the nipple pointing down. She can't move as good. You know what I mean? Your rhythm off, your stroke off because the, the water bags popping back and forth. <laughs> You'd be like, I thought this was going to be fun. They interfere. Now, as a man, I know that. So I'd be going more bird chested. Some dudes like them all nasty and sloppy. I get it. <laughs> they be all up on her neck. She lay it back. They be on her neck. All right, listen, this is a family show. All right, next one. I'm sure we declined on that one. All right, next, next woman here. Her name is Christine Bach or Christine Botch. She was the woman who was Daisy Dukes from the Dukes of Hazard. Just the good old boys, never meaning no harm. All right, so Christine Bach, the Daisy Dukes girl. Most everybody was loved that flat back. Boy, you talk about a flat back. They used to put that little flat back out there and have her little hips going side to side. Man, that got to be the flattest back out there. You was like, why was even they was putting her flat back out there? Back then, they liked white women with no booty. 
Um, but here now, here now, see like this, no hips, no booty. Like, uh, you know, this is a little too much for me. That's a little too scrawny, but she foldable. Like her head bigger than her shoulders at this point. Her head's bigger than her waist or wider than her waist. That doesn't look natural. But what does she look like now? Yeah, not much better. And she's hit the Botox like crazy. That's cruel. That's cruel. I'm going to go prime on this one. Uh, this was her, if you guys, young heads don't know, the Dukes of Hazard. This is her. She was um, she was Daisy Duke with with uh, with Bo and Luke Duke, Uncle Cooter, uh, and uh, Roscoe Pico Train, and the Patriarch. You don't see shows like this with a Patriarch and no Mama, <laughs> the Mama dead. What was the daddy's name? I can't remember his name. What are we going here? All right, I love the Dukes of Hazard. Uh, the next one we're going with is Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis. All right, so Jamie Lee Curtis, famously, her mother was the woman in the shower on Psycho. That's her biological mom, if I'm not mistaken. So she is a second-generation actress. Her famous movies were, uh, when she was younger, was going to be, um, not 48 Hours, uh, Trading Places. She has a great scene in Trading Places. She has a nice rack. In trading places. And most female actresses actually have to take that rack. You know, they have to show that rack to ever go uh, ascend to greater heights. She had another great movie when she was older with Arnold Schwarzenegger. She looked good. Her body is always on point. Her body is always on point. So, uh-oh. I don't think this is real. What was the movie? True Lies. True Lies with Arnold Schwarzenegger. She has a scene in True Lies. Her, I think she was older at that time. She was in her 40s. Really looked good. She really looked good in True Lies. So I'm kind of a Jamie Lee Curtis fan in terms of her. I don't like her politics. She was in Halloween. Yes, yeah, she was in the movie Halloween. And Anthony Bryan Logan, shout out to you. ABL says, True Lies, amazing. That's, that's he says, then I saw her in an adult diaper commercial. <laughs> yeah, the True Lies scene. But uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, obviously, Obviously, definitely hit the wall. So Halloween was our big movie. Trading Places in the late 70s, early 80s. True Lies in the 90s. And this is her now. So I will give her, obviously, I wouldn't be with her so much in her prime, in her decline. But to be truthful, this ain't that bad. Not that I would be around her. She's a libtard to me. So this was her. That's Jamie Lee Curtis. But now, yeah, you know, listen, this is normal. I would say her progression of age has been pretty good. Just to be fair. Just to be fair. I mean, she wasn't what she was when she was younger. Her progression is not that bad. All right. So anyway. Not that bad. But I'm not taking the I'm taking the prime for sure. All right. So anyway, by the way, these are all white women. If you guys want to uh, show me some sisters, go ahead and email me at uh, Ask Coach Greg Adams. Don't don't I'll I'll block you if you email me too much. Christina Applegate, Christina Applegate, everybody knows her as Kelly Bundy. If you use this picture right here, this is the young, young, young Kelly Bundy. Shout out to her. This is every teenage boy's dream girl, you know, if you were suburban, if you were urban, not so much. But, you know, dumb blonde, Christina Applegate. 
her age progression is somewhat natural, I would say. She doesn't have the fake toddy, so I'll give her that. She might be Botox, and she's in Hollywood. This isn't bad. This isn't bad. I mean, obviously, she starts chopping her hair off. You know, it, 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 does, it does make it so the aging progression. This is not a great picture here. I, it's not that bad. I'm, I'm going to give Kelly Bundy, you know, it's somewhat natural. Somewhat natural. This isn't that bad. She hasn't fallen off a cliff. She's not what she used to be, but hey, it's not that bad. I've obviously would choose the prime, but um, the decline's not bad. She had breast cancer. She had he says not bad. She had breast cancer. See these things, I don't know. You know, I don't know. This isn't this isn't that bad. She looks like um, she looks like uh Nicole Kidman right there. So she does have some work done. She has the cheek implants for sure. She definitely has cheek work done here. She definitely has lip work done. She also looks like um, the girl from Show Me the Money, Renee Zellweger. So this would be her and her mom body. So she just basically got mom body. I mean, it's not that bad. There, there could be worse. Let's go to the next last two here. Uh, this is Gina Davis. She was in uh, the movie... Um, don't cry about baseball. This allegedly hurt. I'm not sure if this was just a bad time of the day <laughs> or they call her lacking. They definitely caught her lacking. They definitely caught her ass lacking. So sometimes you get caught lacking. <laughs> they definitely, that's cold blooded with her Chick fil A cup. Yeah, they caught that ass lacking. So I would say she's not that attractive to me to begin with. She's not ugly, but something about her eyes, you know, she got beady eyes. She ain't ugly, but she ain't knockoff. Yeah, they caught they caught her lacking. That's cold blood. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at what. Oh, here's another version. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You know, she fell off. But again, she's probably in her 60s. So. This is a natural progression. I'm I'm not gonna give her, you know, I'm not gonna be too hard on her. She if when you go from 20 to 60 and you just show me a picture of the 20s and show me in her 60s, she's obviously not gonna be the same woman. She's obviously not, but she doesn't thrill me to begin with. Last one is Jenny McCarthy. Jenny McCarthy. Uh, this is prime of decline, Jenny McCarthy. This is what she looks like without makeup. Man, I dated. I don't want to say I dated a girl that looks like her, but let me just say a type of girl that looks like her. And with makeup, she was a knockout. Without makeup, she looked like this, like she was sick. <laughs> and then when she didn't have the hair done and they put their hair in a ponytail, and then especially when they dyed their hair blonde, you can see that, like you can see, this is what I would show up to her house with. I would go out with her and she's glammed up like this. I would go home with her. Or show up to her house, she says, yeah, come over. And she looked like this. And it's one of the most disappointing things ever because you realize how much they depend on paint and hair curlers. And so you're like, I wanted to see this. But now I showed up and I'm looking at this. You know what I mean? And don't let them have no lip done, no cheeks done, no Botox. Then they look really funny. So unfortunately for what they would say called white women, the thing they suffer from is, I don't know if you know, they use a lot of makeup. 
particularly if they have lighter fair skin and they have lighter fair hair. Like if they have blonde eyebrows, brown eyelash, I'm sorry, blonde eyelashes or fair eyelashes, red eyelashes, their mascara game and eye pencil game going to have to be on point. And so much of their makeup will be mascara and eyeliner and, and, and eyebrow pencil. Then when you show up to their crib and come over and slide through, then they be looking like this here. They be like, hey, how are you? Looking like this. And you like, uh. You be like, ah, where you at? Where's the va-va-boom? Where's the vixen? And then eyelashes too. Yeah, they that's one of the things. They they look sick. They be looking sick. You be like, are you okay? Did you do you have the flu? <laughs> looking like looking like chicken cutlet. Before we go, what does chicken cutlet look like? Chicken cutlet with no seasoning on it. See if we can find that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just saying this. I'm not disrespecting. I'm just saying it, it ends up be looking like chicken cutlet. That's why I always call them chicken cutlet. Let me looking like that right there. You be like, you want you 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 good? You good? You want to put some seasoning on that? When you put the seasoning on it, when you put the seasoning on it, it be on point. You got to put that seasoning on it. But then it'd be looking like that right there. Chicken cutlet. Anyway. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Uh, anyway. If anyone was offended, I. This is an entertainment show. We got to get up out of here. We're going to be back. If we're back today, we do normally do Friday nights on Twitch. We normally do Friday nights on Twitch, not on YouTube. And we can just hang out. I normally hang out for an hour. In Tech One says, Coach, what is a ham and egger in an NPC? A ham and egger is somebody, mostly middle American people. They eat ham and eggs. All right, I stole that phrase from Bobby the Brain Heenan, former wrestler manager. So a ham and egger is just a middle of the road normie. NPC is a non-playable character, typically on a video, video game. They only have one role. They might be walking around in GTA. They might have a role where you bump into them and they say one thing, the same thing. And you bump into them. Oh, you're bitter. You're hurt. You bump into them. You think they're going to say something different. And they say the same thing. You're bitter and hurt. That's what an NPC does. And they just walk around and function. They have no particular function. Or they have one function. That's an NPC. Ham and Egger is just a plain middle of the road. Ham and Egger, hash browns and grits, grilled cheese, sandwich ass, eating ass. <laughs> or yeah, you bump into them. Hey, watch it. They don't do nothing else. Somebody said, what time tonight? I only don't keep a time. All right, wherever I get done with my Kaylee. Or if my Kaylee's showing up late, I'll hop on before Kaylee shows up. So it's normally evening time. It might be six, seven. All right, so that's a ham and egger. Normie, NPC, oxygen thief, people that consume. This is the people that just repeat the same thing. When you see them, hi, how are you? Uh, how is traffic? You see the weather? You know, these are NPCs. Oh, man, I take this route to work. I went to the grocery store. I went to Starbucks. <laughs> they don't say anything out of the comfort zone. They never challenge anyone. Oh, Trump sucks. You know, these are these are NPCs. Orange man bad. Oh, Trump is so Biden is actually doing good. He's the most popular president. That's an NPC. 
Biden's not doing anything bad. These are NPCs. They're just repeating what they hear everybody say. They never step out the comfort zone. They're going to say what you, they think you're going to believe. NPC, non-producers, consumers, mm. knuckle draggers. Same old script. Every time you see him, it's the rehashing the same story over and over again. NPC. <laughs> Somebody in here mad as hell. Somebody in here mad, but they clicked on my face. NPC. All right, there's an NPC in here mad at me. <laughs> Trying to use an emotional argument. Guys, you're sad. I'm not sad. You sad. You clicked on my face. Like, imagine you sat through two hours and 18 minutes of me breathing through your mouth, stealing oxygen, and you're mad at me, and you're trying to make me emotional. <laughs> like, you just stole oxygen from another human being right now. That could have actually done something better, all right? <laughs> and you sitting here sad at me, dragging your knuckles around in your drawers, all right? What, what are we doing here? <laughs> Imagine investing that much time and then coming up with that, <laughs> coming up with that opinion. You know what I mean? After stealing oxygen for a life. <laughs> like imagine, you know what I mean? Like where would you have to be in life? You know what I mean? Just <sighs> slack jaw all the whole damn show contributing nothing to the world at all. What did you contribute to the world? Not anything. <laughs> anyway like imagine i actually made people laugh today i educated a few people i told a couple of jokes you know what i mean like i actually did something today you slack jaw over here <laughs> the missing link you're the you're the you're you're the person that can basically can confirm evolution that's actually true because you're a knuckle dragger in between knuckle dragger and intelligent homo sapien you're in between that right there. There he is right there. There's proof evolution exists. There he is right there. He's the perfect combination of Neanderthal and human being. Homo sapien. <laughs> there he is. There's proof right there. He's right in between evolution right there. He's stuck. All right, let me stop. Let me stop. <laughs> what do they call them? All right. Anyway, it's uh, sitting this one out. I haven't owned a microwave in three years down 50 pounds. Yes, that will do it. That will do it. Processed food, microwave food. Shout out to Mr. Wheeler. He says, can you say happy birthday to my dad, Shane? Happy birthday to your dad, Shane. I love it when, when, when men, fathers and sons can enjoy this content because a father can share with their son. Hey, man, I went through this. I wish I could have told you when you were younger. Happy birthday to Shane in the building, man. Thank you, brother. <laughs> All right. And he he lives like <laughs> shout out to, I'm not even going to deal with that guy no more. Appreciate you, Mr. Wheeler and Shane. All right. We got a couple more. I got to get I got to get the contributor. Did I get this guy? Did I get him? Yes, I did. Okay. All right, shout out to the Coach Gang. Enjoy your weekend. If you don't catch me over on Twitch, it is Twitch, whatever Twitch handle is, backslash Coach Greg Adams. Maybe I'll put it in the live chat or somebody could put it in the live chat for me. Um, Put it in the live chat and then we'll enjoy the weekend 
and all of that stuff. Thank you for the contributions and let's survive. All right. Keep your veins cold out there. Shout out to Mr. Palmer. Keep your veins cold out there. We'll end it with I got money. Here comes the bankroll. Here it comes. This is what make it all happen right there. That's what make it happen. This is what make it happen. If a man want to know how to meet a nice woman, how you meet her? With this. <laughs> First damn word come out your mouth. I got money. <laughs> But those not respectable women. I don't want no respect. I want some ass. <laughs> Damn the respect. I want you to break down like a 12 gauge double bear shotgun and show me what you're working with. But don't you want commitment? What? Go who? You don't want to be committed. <laughs> I'm committed to getting her to that bedroom and giving her what she needs.